Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay? I'm back at it again, man. Listen, we have quite a bit to talk about, okay? Quite a bit to talk about. New York Jets have taken a visit from Derek Carr. Got Aaron Rodgers coming out that darkness retreat, okay? (laughs) I've come out my darkness retreat as well. (laughs) So we're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing New York Jets hiring a new uh, wide receivers coach, too. And we're going to be touching on the Jets' wide receiver position, all right? Quite a... Quite a bit of questions, a bit of discussion. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. All right, salutes to everybody watching me. Let me go ahead and get into the show. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Yeah. We have a lot of fun over here, folks. And look, for those of you that want to get in contact with your boy, I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe, all right, on Twitter. Follow me. Follow you right back, and we can go back and forth. All right. Your boy is also on iTunes as well. I'm on iTunes. Come on over to iTunes, okay? Type in the Long Beach Joe Show. Subscribe to the podcast there. Leave me a five-star rating. Give me some feedback. Let me know about what you folks think I do here on this show. I love the feedback. Love going back and forth with people. Love hearing about how people enjoy the show or how they feel about the show. I really, really appreciate that. I'm also on YouTube as well. For those of you that may not know, I get people, you know, that hit me up sometimes and go, Joe, I listen to the show on Blog Talk, you know, backslash, you know, Blog Talk Radio backslash Long Beach Joe, I listen to the show there. You know, sometimes if I can't listen to it live, I catch it on, you know, on the, on the podcast side of things off of, you know, my iTunes or whatever, you know, and, and, and I'm checking things up. But I didn't know you go live, man. I, you know, I, 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 and it's crazy because I was able to catch you one time once I came on over to YouTube and subscribe. I'd say, yeah, you know, even the ladies, they'd be like, hey, Joe, you're looking amazing. We didn't know that you went live. You know, we, we love your takes. We like to, to hear you go back and forth, but we didn't know you looked so good. And I go, whoa, you know, thank you. I'm not an arrogant guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I just work with what I got. You know what I'm saying? So salutes to all the ladies out there. But, uh, yeah, I'm on YouTube as well for those of you that may not know. Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? And uh, subscribe, you know? So when I go live and we're sitting down with the savages. Again, salutes to all the savages. I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they are savage. Straight savage, man. All right? And I call them the savage. They don't care, okay? They do not care at all. They don't care who it is, what it is, what's going on. If they do not like your take, they will let you know. Nobody is safe. Nobody. Not even me. All right? So, you know, salute all the savages out there. But come on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, subscribe, hit that notification bell, 
So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. You know, I'm going to go live there. You'll be able to watch the show live. You'll be able to interact with the savages. Uh, you also check out other content that I post on there as well, you know, talking about the team, discussing things. So we have a lot of fun. So come on over, Long Beach Joe Jess on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell, and give the videos a thumbs up, all right? So now it's time to get into it. Lines are hot. We'll get to everybody in a second. Believe me. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk to people. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We've got callers on the line. We will get to everybody. Now listen here. The New York Jets have, you know, made some moves, done some things here. As we know, the New York Jets are still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. We know that to this point, okay, Zach Wilson isn't the guy. I know I get callers on a weekly basis that say he's trash and that he's a bust and that the Jets should cut him. <laughs> on a weekly basis, we get that. I listen to everybody and everybody's opinion. But the New York Jets have made it very clear and made sure very, you know, to, to let people know very publicly that they are interested in seeking out the veteran quarterback, uh, you know, in the offseason to shore up the issues, right? Woody Johnson came out and, you know, said, hey, it's the missing piece. Seller has also come out and talked about them attacking the market. And in that quest, we've known that the top two guys right now that the Jets are eyeing, Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers, again, we'll talk about him in a second. He went into a darkness retreat. We'll talk about him coming out. But Derek Carr is a guy that has definitely been around and been on the move, right? We've seen him visit the Saints. A lot of people have talked about him. There's a lot of Jets fans that want him in the building. I've talked about him being the most quality option. Well, now the New York Jets have had a meeting with Derek Carr. You know, he came, he sat down at the facility, he had dinner with Sulla, and they went back and forth. And it's looking like things went very well during that meeting, Okay. You look at the situation here with Carr, he's a very accomplished quarterback, done a lot of great things, a four 4,000-yard season, three Pro Bowls. To have him come into the building for a visit as he continues his tour through free agency is huge, okay? Now, the notes that we – or the reports that we're getting about the meeting and how great it went for Carr coming directly from David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, okay? Derek Carr's brother, David Carr, who – also was an NFL player as well with the Texans and various other teams, talked about it. He said that Derek had a great trip, but his free agency process will be a long process. And this is something that I talked about, okay, when he first got into the building. I said, listen, Jets fans, everyone else, listen, media, even the media, I was saying do not bash the New York Jets if he comes in and he ends up leaving the facility without a deal done. Okay, without signing on the dotted line, because Derek Carr is doing his due diligence. He's talked about this from day one. He was talking about this when he was still on the Raiders roster. Of course, he believed and thought, hey, I know I'm going to get released. He said it himself. He didn't care how it happened, whether he got traded or released. He was going to make sure the next place that he went to, he was going to do the right thing for him and his family. He was going to make the best decision for him and his career, and for his family as well. Of course, we all know, subsequently he was released because he told the Raiders, I will deny any trades that you try to give me, so they had to move on from him. So now what Derek Carr is doing is he's going from team to team to see, A, is this a place where I can succeed and better my career? B, are they set up the way that I would like them to be set up from front office to uh, coaching to players, right? Do they have what I need? Keep in mind, this man's coming from a place that's full of dysfunction. Let's not get it confused. The Raiders, and again, I'm on the West Coast. So I watch the Raiders. 
okay? I got a lot of Raiders family, a lot of Raiders friends, and a lot of Raiders fans around me. There's been a lot of dysfunction there. When they were in Oakland, there was a lot of dysfunction. When they, were with the, uh, when they moved to Las Vegas, the dysfunction continued, right? There was a lot of issues, whether it be with Gruden and all the stuff that went on with him, Mike Mayock and a lot of his bad draft picks. There's been a lot of issues surrounding Derek Carr throughout his career offensively and even his defense, which wasn't very good, right, since he's been there. So what he's doing is making sure he does his due diligence so that the next era of his career does not take place the same way the first era of his career did, with a lot of dysfunction and issues, whether it be personnel or anything else, okay? And I told people this, all right? He's going to do his due diligence. So he's come in, he's done his process, and David Carr said that he, you know, of course, he visited the Saints, he visited us, he visited the Raiders, or he was with the Raiders, and those three places are kind of the only places that he has to compare, he also says that Derek Carr hit it off with Robert Sulla and that they would love to work together. Of course, David Carr also went on to talk about how Sulla and him have a connection. They have a, you know, a friendship. So he already knew off the bat, oh, yeah, he's going to love Sulla. And we also know on our staff he has a relationship with Todd Downing as well. Todd Downing, his quarterback's coach that was with the Raiders. And uh, listen, uh, with Todd Downing on that offensive staff, Todd Downing also did other things with the Raiders along their offensive staff too. But while he was there – we saw three Pro Bowls from Derek Carr, and he had some really good seasons with Todd Downing on the staff there. So, of course, they have that connection. Now, keep in mind, right, the question that David Carr said that Derek kind of has is, what about the relationship between pay caller, which would, would be Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator we just hired, and him as a quarterback? That's kind of the only question that he has. But, of course, that would be a question because him and Nathaniel Hackett, they don't, they don't have a connection yet. They don't have a relationship, right? Todd Downing, he knows him from the past. Robert Sulla, they have a connection with him. They have a great friendship with him. They know these guys. But Nathaniel Hackett, he doesn't know, right, as, as intimately as the rest of those guys. But I think that that would absolutely work out, you know. So those are the notes that we have from, from David Carr. Those are the reports there. So it's looking like the New York Jets and Derek Carr hit it off, and I like that. Okay. Also, one of the big things as well that came out of that meeting was the New York Jets, according to all the reports, said any questions about personality clashes with Derek Carr or how he would fit in within the locker room or how he would fit in within the, uh, the facility or even with the other players, because according to the reports, again, there were players that he met with, too. They said all of those have been quashed. Those are done. They said he hit it off with everybody, and everything looked really good and felt very natural. And that is huge, okay? That's huge. Because a lot of people don't like to remember that a while ago, the New York Jets had issues in their locker room. <laughs> they had issues with their quarterback. People don't remember the issues with Geno Smith, right? That, that's, that's <laughs> in recent memory, I was a Jets fan when those things happened, right? And what happened sub- subsequently with him you know, getting involved in a fight in the locker room. What about Ryan Fitzpatrick and the issues that we had with him, especially the second year when the team literally just divided because they were having issues with him and the way that he was playing, and there were other players that decided they wanted to be on the side. There were other players, that, and it got very public and nasty. A lot of people don't like to talk about those things, but I'm a Jets fan, and I keep I tell the truth here. Those things are real, all right? So personality clashes, how people fit in here with the New York Jets, how people fit within your locker room, especially with your quarterback. Keep in mind, 
We also just had recently had problems with Zach Wilson. Remember him coming out publicly during the season telling the defense or telling the media that he didn't owe the defense for playing very bad and how people started to get reports out of the locker room that the players were not very happy with him. And we all talked about how Sulla had to bench him because if he didn't bench him after those comments and playing the way that he had played, he would lose that locker room. Derek Carr came in and said, hey, listen, I can be the guy here. And it seems like a lot of players have bought into the idea of him possibly becoming the New York Jets starting quarterback if he were to sign here. He hit it off with the coaching staff, hit it off with everybody else, right? That's, that's, that's big. Also, according to reports, the New York Jets told him that if he comes to play in New York and wins, he could be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> you talk about selling yourself, you know? Go ahead. Listen, we got to sell these people. Do whatever you got to do to get them in. A, I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Okay, I respect it. Do what you got to do. Okay, say whatever you got to say to sell him. <laughs> Make sure that he signs. You know. Now again, I, maybe that could come true. Listen, if he comes here and wins a couple of Super Bowls, that could be a that could that's not off the table. But you know, the New York Jets have a lot of belief, and with that, and it's great again. Salute to all the savages in the chat. NY Jets fan four. He said something really, really prevalent here. He says, you are so right. Everyone is bashing the Jets for letting him leave. Lewis Riddick was destroying Joe Douglas and the Jets the other day because they let him leave. That's a fact. And especially after the reports came out of the New York Jets, according to reports, saying that he could be a Hall of Famer here if he comes here and wins. There are people saying, well, if you believe he could be a Hall of Famer, why'd you let him leave the building? Hello. He has to want to sign the contract, Okay. This is America. There's a freedom of choice thing here, okay? He has to want to sign. He has to sign on the dotted line. You cannot force Derek Carr to become a Jet because if that's how it worked, he would already be a Jet, okay? If that's how it worked, there were other options, free agent options that would already be a Jet. Anybody remember all the free agents we've chased before that have left us hanging? Anybody remember Anthony Barr getting physically sick after agreeing to deal with the Jets and going back to the Vikings? Anybody remember all the money we threw at Kirk Cousins and he stiff-armed us and went to the Vikings as well? That's not how it works. You have to have a guy free of his own will sign on the dotted line. And we know, and I talked about this, and according to his own brother, right, has come out and said that Derek Carr is going to take a tour of the NFL and teams that are interested. Now, again, there's a lot of teams that are linked to Derek Carr as well. Panthers, people talking about them, people talk about the Niners, people talk about various other teams, the Titans as well. There's various other teams that are interested in him. Because as of right now, okay, as of right now, something can happen live during this live show, I don't know. But as of right now, to our knowing, Derek Carr is the only quarterback of his ilk. You don't have to trade for him. You don't have to give up draft picks. You don't, nothing. He is free E, free agent. All you have to do is pay him. That's it. So right now, the floor is his. It is his time to go see where he can get the most money, who sets him up for the best success, who gives him the best opportunity as far as weapons, and who gives him the best opportunity as far as coaching and front office. Do they have things together? The floor is his, and he's going to explore that like any person in their right mind would do. 
Now, keep in mind, with Derek Carr being in the situation that he's in, right, he's going to take his tour. It does allow the New York Jets to also explore other options as well, right, because we're waiting on him to make his decision or see where he stands with situations. And, of course, they're going to continue to keep in contact with him and negotiate. But also you got to keep in mind that there's other guys on the line as well that we were waiting on, who's, and that would be Aaron Rodgers, who's now out of his darkness retreat. So that gives the Jets some time still while Derek Carr continues to mull over things, right? Now, the big thing a lot of Jets fans are talking about is they don't want to pay Derek Carr. Derek Carr is going to get paid, okay? Solid quarterback, in this, solid quarterback play in this league gets paid. I don't care who you are. There's guys in this league that are getting paid a lot of money that aren't very good, according to Jets fans and other fans around the league, too. Carson Wentz, a lot of people say he's washed. I had a show a couple weeks ago. People saying he is trash, Joe. He's trash. We, we can't stand him. I remember shows during the season. People were like, oh, Carson Wentz is one of the worst in the league. He's making $32 million a season. Deshaun Watson, major questions off the field, right? Major questions off the field. You know, the Browns traded for him. Even with those questions, they did investigations, did their due diligence, said, hey, there's a chance he's probably going to play. They made a trade, gave up a ton of capital for him as far as draft picks, and then signed him to a deal that gave him $46 million per year. They didn't even know when he was going to play because there was thoughts out there, there was rumors out there swirling that this man probably, wouldn't, probably would get suspended for three seasons. <laughs> there was talks about that. There was talks that he wouldn't see the field for a long time. Guess what? They still made the move because they were so quarterback hungry with all the questions off the field and gave him a lot of guaranteed money. Kirk Cousins, a lot of people say he's trash, too. A lot of people think he's washed. There's fans out there that think he actually holds the, the Vikings offense back because he chokes. There's a lot. I'm not saying those things. I'm saying what people tell me all the time. Kirk Cousins is making $35 million per year. There's other examples of this as well. Solid quarterback play in this league gets paid regardless. Regardless. Okay? If you're a guy that can come in and hold the fort and just be a starter, you're going to make millions and millions of dollars. Because this is an offensively driven league, and the face of every, pretty much every franchise is your quarterback. And I know Jets fans don't understand that because we haven't had a guy, right, worth getting paid that type of money in years. The last guy that we could even look at as possibly being a franchise guy was Chad Pennington. That was a long time ago, a long time ago. In this current NFL, guys get paid at the quarterback position. You look at Patrick Mahomes, that man owns half of Kansas City, all right? Half of Kansas City, he owns it. And in a couple of years, boy, the deal they're going to give him is crazy. You look at Daniel Jones, he's acting $45 million. No disrespect, but it's Daniel Jones. He's probably going to get somewhere near that. You look at Lamar Jackson, all the rumors coming out of, uh, out of Baltimore about him. He wants more than Deshaun Watson is making, which is what I told y'all. And I'm telling you, they're probably going to give him somewhere close to that. So we're talking about the quarterback market probably being upped again to 47, 48 million per. Guys are going to get paid at that QB position. That's what happened. All right. But another look that people don't think about, and I really wanted to bring this, I want to get y'all thoughts on this. Derek Carr, if he comes in and becomes the, or is the Derek Carr that we all know and love, right? Play that can guy that can get it done. Not only does he improve your offense, he improves your defense too. A lot of people don't think about this. The New York Jets were at the bottom of the league in time of possession. Anybody know that? We watch games together here, right? We sit down. We do live reactions on games on this channel. We sit down. We have a lot of fun. We have live radio shows directly after the games during the season. 
the New York Jets defense would be on the field about 90% of the games when we were talking. Often they were on the field gassed, right? Because the offense couldn't continue drives. They couldn't finish drives with points. They couldn't score. We lost six games in a row down the, down the stretch, right? And, and didn't score a touchdown in three of those games. Nothing. The New York Jets defense was fourth overall, even though they were on the field that long. Can you imagine if we had a quarterback that could actually finish drives and put up points? Can you imagine, can you imagine if we actually had a quarterback that could allow a defense, Quentin Williams, Sauce, DJ Reed, Whitehead, CJ Mosley, all these guys to sit down and get a breath while we go out there and handle business? Can you imagine how better our defense would be if our running game was eating up the clock? If we dominate the time of possession, we were fourth overall defensively, even though our defense was out there so much. If we gave them a time, dude, we'd be number one easily. We'd be the top defense in the league without a shadow of a doubt. Not only that, but our defense was getting us the ball back, making stops, even, though, even when they weren't getting a ton of turnovers. They were making stops and getting us the ball back, punting. Can you imagine if we go up and we're scoring and we're up by two, maybe three touchdowns? You know what that does for our defense? It allows them to pin their ears back because the opposing offense has to completely give, throw away their game plan. You're down three touchdowns. Now you've got to start throwing the ball. Quinton Williams, Carl Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, Bryce Huff, oh, they're going to eat, dog. They're going to eat. And you're on the plate. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. That's what good quarterback play does for the New York Jets, and that's how it would improve the defense. So, and I feel like a lot of people aren't thinking about that. So I wanted to get that take out there. All right. Also, Aaron Rodgers has come out of his darkness retreat. We'll see what's going on with him. He hasn't really said anything. If I'm the New York Jets, I'm getting his thoughts very quickly. All right. But the Jets have done a good thing and done their due diligence in keeping their options open, meeting with Derek Carr, because just in case Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants to stay in Green Bay or he wants to retire or he wants to go to another football team that is not the New York Jets, we have another player that we can grab and go to. So that's a good move. We'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers coming out this darkness retreat. We're going to be talking about him tonight as well. I know there's a lot of fans that want him, but there's a lot of Jets fans that don't want him. Captain K says, get Carr in. Salutes. He wants him. <laughs> he wants him. There's a lot of Jets fans to do. Final thing I'm going to talk about before I get to the lines, 914-470. We will get to you in a second. We'll get to you in one second. Other callers as well. I'll see y'all. The Jets have hired a new wide receiver coach. We all know Miles Austin, gone now. You got suspended because of the gambling stuff, and then Sulla came out, you know, and kind of slid it under the table that they were moving on from him. His name is Zach Azani, okay? Zach Azani is 46, and he's worked with Daniel Hackett in the past as well. When they were with the Broncos in 2022, of course, Hackett got fired. But Azani also had worked with Nick Fangio before Hackett came in as well. So he's also worked alongside a quarterback's coach, Rob Calabrese, as well in Denver for a couple of years. Um, you, we all know that Calabrese was the Broncos' quality offensive, quality uh, control coach in 2019-2020. Azani, you know, was the wide receiver coach for the Broncos for about five seasons. And uh, he entered the NFL in 2017 as the Bears wide receiver coach, okay? He also coached uh, in college as well, you know, in about 1999. So he, he, made his, he made his bones here. And he's here in the building. Again, another guy that has familiarity with another coach on our staff. So now we got Rob Azani, or excuse me, Zach Azani in the building. Got Nathaniel Hackett as our offensive coordinator, Todd Downing as well here too. 
We also have the old Titans offensive line coach here. The New York Jets are really building a staff. Robert Sellers is really building a staff as well here that's going to be set up for success to not only help the next quarterback that we bring, to also help Zach Wilson. I know a lot of people forget about him. When you talk about the plans going forward, the quarterback, they've told you through hell or high water, they're going to see what they get out of that kid at some point. Whether it be as a starter or a backup, they're not going to give up on you. They've already said it. I know I've angered some people with that. Listen, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639, call in. I could go all day about the Jets, but I'm going to get to these lines because they've got to be getting to, okay? They've got to be gotten to, all right? We're going to make it happen. 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I am taking all callers. First, I'm going to go to 470-470, we're coming directly to you. All the other callers, hold on a second. Jake, I see you. Hold on. 470, we're coming directly to you. 470, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts. Derek Carr visits the New York Jets. How are you feeling about the situation? Sounds like the visit went really well. Hey, it's it's, uh, it's Dwayne. It's Dwayne from New York, New Jersey. Um, oh, what's going on, Dwayne? How's everything going with you, man? Doing all right. Um, um, just on my house phone, but uh, yeah, everything is going well. I've been I've been paying attention to uh, mm-hmm. what these uh, these Jets fans have been saying. I mean, I, I'm, I'm caught in between because this, this is my thing. So I was, you know, I, I pay attention to all the pundits, not just the uh, New mm-hmm. York pundits. I think that's valuable. Mm-hmm. I think valuable, mm-hmm. uh, pundits that are not team. What loyal? I don't, I don't know if anybody's loyal to this team in the, in the media, uh, but the way, the way they act. <laughs> I guess they work for New York. I guess you want to call them. Um, yeah. They, they're also saying, okay, okay, we we the Jets need a quarterback, but when you break mm-hmm. down their roster, we're losing a lot of people. Um, we have 53 men on the roster, but most of it mm-hmm. is like practice team players and players that are like you know on like small contracts. You know what's missing? Are we're gonna lose a lot of offensive line this um this off season? Um, mm-hmm. You know, Dwayne Brown could retire, and Fant is on the market. We're, we're gonna be losing linebackers. And what the what the issue is well, is I heard I heard one. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah. Well, just to, and, and I, I want you to come a little bit closer to your phone because you sound kind of low. But listen, what I hear, and I hear what you're saying, right? But when you look at the New York Jets roster, again, this is free agency. We're going to get – the guys that are worth getting back, we're going to make sure that they, we resign them. George Fant, there was a big question mark with him coming into the season anyway, right? There was injury issues with him during the season. He didn't play very well. Dwayne Brown, we'll see what happens going forward with him. But the New York Jets can address a lot of those issues within the draft, and also we can utilize free agency. A lot of these linebackers, again, I know you talk about Quan Alexander, Quincy Williams as well. I believe we'll be able to work out deals for those guys. There's not a guy, really, when you look at it, right, there's not a guy that is, I think we're going to have to blow the bank for that's going to be a free agent. Okay, the, the next guy that we have to look at after we settle this quarterback position is, is going to be Quentin Williams. We have to figure out a, a way to restru- or re-sign him, get a deal done, extend him, and keep him here for a long time as a New York Jet. So that's really the only guy that really takes precedence over everything else. When you look at a lot of the other issues, again, even you talk about Connor McGovern too, look, all of those guys probably going to be replaced 
via either free agency or within the draft. Because even Conor McGovern this year wasn't very good. This offensive line is going to get some work done, and we all know that Joe Douglas is committed to finish to fixing this line. But the biggest piece that I believe the New York Jets need to get done is the quarterback position. So when you look at the situation with Derek Carr, right, and we're talking about contracting the situation, what is the most that you would be willing to give him per year? There's a lot of people thinking that he's probably going to demand somewhere between 45, maybe 50 million. Could you see the New York Jets going there to get that deal done and make him a New York Jet? Yeah, this is what I was going to say, too. Like, I think $40 million is the minimum. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's not a normal um, quarterback situation. Most quarterbacks that are signed nowadays, you know, it's like um, he was drafted by the team and then he signed mm-hmm. his first professional uh, contract. So in that case, I think there's a little bit of a hometown discount. When you're on mm-hmm. the market now, Right when you're a free agent and people are basically bidding for you, you're gonna pay the premium. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I think Derek Carr is gonna get forty million. I think that's why he hasn't signed on anybody else. I think he's kind of waiting for uh, Rogers that domino to fall and then everybody be desperate for him. So we're gonna pay for mm-hmm. for a car if we're gonna get him. Um, yeah. I was saying this like, uh, I man, it's gonna sound bad. I like this team last year, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning, yeah. meaning, I've said it before, we were an injured third-string quarterback from the playoffs, right? We, I, I liked our offensive coordinator. Uh, our offensive line was banged up, but it played decently the last two years, and our defense was awesome. But mm-hmm. I don't want to lose what we had last year and add mm-hmm. a quarterback. want to take what we had last year and build upon it with a quarterback. So mm-hmm. um, I did hear somebody say, as one, I guess maybe he's an Aaron Rodgers detractor, he said, I don't want to rent a quarterback for a year or two and then go back to another Jets rebuild. You know what I mean? So I am leaning towards Carr, even though I mm-hmm. know elite quarterbacks typically win Super Bowls, right? Elite. Mm-hmm. Typically, um, but most of these elite quarterbacks who win Super Bowls, it's not building. It's not built in a year or two. That Super Bowl uh-huh. team with that quarterback is not built with a year or two. So, um, I think we can get Carr and use those draft that first round pick that we didn't spend on the quarterback to replenish mm-hmm. this offensive line. To re- you know, and then the next year replenish more instead of Aaron yeah. Rodgers spending two first, first, and a second, whatever, whatever. And then I don't yeah. want to hear during the season, you know, Aaron would be playing good if they would block on the left, if they block on the mm-hmm. right, because I can hear it coming already. You know what I'm saying? Well, here, 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 here's, and I, and I hear you, Dwayne, and that's a, that's a point. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Here's the thing about that, um, even going back to something that you just said. Well, I don't want Aaron Rodgers here for two years. I don't know where you heard that from. If I, you know, I'm just repeating what you said. I don't want Aaron Rodgers here for two years, and then we're going back into a rebuild. That does not have to be the case at all. And, that, and that's what I talk about when a lot of Jets fans say things like that because we look at the past and we bring it in as an indicator of what is going to happen with this franchise going forward, right? Because in the past, we've had bad general managers. Stuff like that was happening when Mike McCagden was here because Mike McCagden couldn't draft. That's the difference between him and Joe Douglas. 
This is what I talked about for years when Mike McCagney was here. He would blow through drafts. A lot of the guys that he would pick up wouldn't be here the next year, right? You look at his first draft, none of those guys are here. Leonard Williams was gone. Uh, all those guys, uh, Smith, the, the guys he drafted in the, in, the sec, in, the, in the second round, a lot of those guys were gone within a year or two years of him drafting him. They were not here. That is not the issue here with Joe Douglas. You look at his draft picks, you look at Sauce, you look at, uh, you look at, Sauce, you look at Garrett Wilson, defensive and offensive rookie of the, of the year. Right? These guys are coming off the bat and immediately making plays. You look at a lot of his other draft picks as well. They've been able to step in here. ATV, right? We're waiting for Makai Beckton to come back. When Makai Beckton was playing and healthy, he was one of the best tackles in the league, one of the best left tackles in the league. He was playing on an all-pro level, right? So you look at a lot of the moves and things that Joe Douglas has done. This is not the same here. It's not. So just because Aaron Rodgers comes here, right, and, again, Aaron Rodgers has also said publicly as well that he's willing to work his contract to really help out whatever team he either goes to or trades for him. So he said that, so that's on the table. But even then, again, the New York Jets have ability and capability to draft. Even if we trade those two first-round picks, that's not going to kill us because Joe Douglas has shown you that he can get impact players in later rounds. That was another issue that Mike McCagnin had, right? Anybody remember him passing up on Alvin Kamara to draft? I forgot what that guy's name. Chad, uh, 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 I forgot those. We had a wide receiver. Yeah, two wide receivers, those two wide receivers. He passed up on Alvin Kamara for two wide receivers that couldn't play and never did anything for the New York Jets, even we were decimated an injury at wide receiver. So right. here we are sitting with, with Joe Douglas, a guy that got a lot more in the second round, got Brees Hall, who looked like he was going to be the offensive rookie of the year in the second round before he went down. He's got impact players at later rounds that have absolutely been able to come in and help the New York Jets. Look at Max Mitchell. Max Mitchell came in as a rookie right tackle, it was one of the best players on our offensive line. Him and ATV on that right side was short up. It was the left side that was the issue, right? It was Tomlinson and, and, and Fant that was the issue. It was Tomlinson and Brown that was the issue. It wasn't the rookies. That doesn't have to equal a rebuild at all. We can continue forward because our drafting is solid and we're set up in a way that we're not in cap hill because we're not blowing, things, blowing guys out the water trying to have to overpay giant free agent contracts because we don't have any other talent to back that up. So bringing in Aaron Rodgers will not kill this football team. It won't. Because we're still set up for success. Go ahead. Yeah, I think what the guy meant by rebuild was, um, let's say we do find success with Aaron Rodgers, uh, Mm -hmm. getting another quarterback would be, you know, another starter level, pro bowl Mm -hmm. level, whatever you call it, quarterback. It's not going to be easy because you're not going to be high in the draft. And then, you know, Joe Douglas didn't, draft a good quarterback when they were were high in the draft. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that's but that's that's and, a that's a lot, and I hear you there. But that's a lot of that's a lot of what ifs, man. You never know what could happen. Look where the Ravens got Lamar Jackson at. You got him at yeah. the bottom of the first round. There's always moves that you can make. You can also trade up as well. Who would think that we would trade up? We gave up like a fourth round pick to get ATV. And also, again, and I know you're probably gonna, you're probably going to hate this, but. At that point, Zach Wilson becomes an option. Two years sitting behind Aaron, maybe three years, but two years at this point where we're talking about, two years sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, being coached up by Nathaniel Hackett, having a quarterback coaching in his pocket as well, which is going to help fix his mechanics. We all talk about him. He has all the physical ability that you would ask a quarterback to have. He's got it. He can run. He can move outside the pocket. His arm is unbelievable. This guy doesn't – there are throws that he can make where he's not even putting all of his arm into it, and it looks like it's better than 99% of the league as far as arm strength. The issue is his mechanics and his accuracy, which comes from his mechanics. He's got to work on that. Also, his ability to read the defense. 
coached up for two years after his mentor Aaron Rodgers is in the building, if that's who we end up with, you telling me that we won't see a better Zach Wilson? If he's not good at that point, then guess what? That's fine. We got a first-round pick, and we can move forward. And you never know. Maybe there's another veteran that will be out there that we can sign to. That doesn't mean that we fall off of a cliff, right? That doesn't mean that. Hell, you can even bring back Mike White and maybe give him a four-year deal so that if Aaron, once Aaron Rodgers is gone, you just go back to Mike White, and Mike White has shown you an ability. He's shown you that he can really hold this team up offensively and keep you forward. So that does, that, uh, there's so many options and so many things available to the New York Jets. Bringing in Aaron Rodgers is not going to kill this football team. It's not. Because if it was, it wouldn't even be on the table. Yeah, I think part of my issue is um, last people always people continuously say, well, we now now they're saying it. They weren't saying it before, but now now they're saying, uh, you know, we didn't have a quarterback for so long, and this is what we've been missing. And what happened was last ten years, it wasn't just a quarterback. We had a bad roster for ten years, mm-hmm. twelve years so far. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. um, that's what I'm 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 I'm. I'm monitoring, and I'm a little worried about. I want us. I re, I'm gonna tell you. I like this roster last year. I really like this mm-hmm. roster, and I like what we built last year. And I'm just mad that our, our offensive coordinator is gone, and this coordinator coming in. I know he's familiar with the system, but he was, mm-hmm. you know, he had trouble last year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. that worst worst offense last year. He was the coach. I get it. He wasn't the offensive coordinator. So I, what I was hoping to coming hoping for coming into this year was we take what we had, which was a team that could have been on the verge of the playoffs, and we add a great quarterback, and then we go to that's what would take us to the playoffs, and then the whole Zach Wilson thing. I was looking forward to that too, but um, with giving up draft picks and um, you know quarterbacks not always being on the market so much. Um, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about going back to square one. I'm worried about this this uh, team not being – this team, I'm telling you, this team has seen a revolution the last year or two. It's not the same team. This team had a bad roster for a long time, and people are underappreciating how good this team was last year. I'm a person yeah. who appreciates it, and I know all we need is a decent quarterback, and that's why I'm not saying Carr is just decent. That's why I lean mm-hmm. towards Carr, because we can get both yeah. with Carr. But I mm-hmm. do know no. the quarterback have had the mm-hmm. better chance of winning. I know that. Yeah. I know that. But here's the deal, and, and again, I, I like Carr as well. I think he's phenomenal. Um, I, I've always said I think he's the best, uh, you know, the more realistic option. But if you're going after Aaron Rodgers, right, and you bring him in, you immediately off the bat have a guy that's going to be able to compete with the ilk of Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and all these other beasts that we got a quarterback in the AFC. Yep. Off the bat. Yep. You know for a fact that he's going to get it done, right? Because as, yep. as we're looking right now, the road to a Super Bowl, if that's what the New York Jets want, if that's what Jets fans want, as of right now, the road to a Super Bowl goes through who? It goes through the Chiefs. It goes through the Chiefs. I'm sorry. Like it goes through the Chiefs. And unless you have somebody that can go into a shootout with him, with that man oh, up there that plays for the Chiefs, unless you got some... Mahomes? Huh? Yeah, I, okay. Somebody was talking about talk. it. No, I think Carr yeah. did have a shootout with Mahomes. Somebody was talking about but it. I, but I, as a recent. Yeah, but I tell you. Yeah, but I tell you what. Aaron Rodgers has been there. 
He's won that Super Bowl. He's done everything you would need to be in the league, right? Everything that you would be need to be a great quarterback. He's done that. So when you look at the situation, you want to go into a shootout with somebody, I love Carr. I love him. I really do. I think he's a great option for the Jets. But if I have a choice, I'll pick that boy Aaron Rodgers. That's why he's number one on my tier. It's Aaron Rodgers, you know? And we're going to be facing those guys. So we'll see. Again, he came out of his darkness retreat. Now I want to get your thoughts on this, man. Because as he, come, as he came out of his darkness retreat, there's a lot of Jets fans that look at him and say, yes, he's a great option. But the fact that he went into a darkness retreat has a lot of people questioning if he's really committed to football, and that's why they want the Jets to stay away from him. What do you say to that? I don't think – listen, Aaron Rodgers, he's a businessman. <laughs> Come on, man. He's going to play at least two more years. This guy's a businessman. He knows what he's doing. It's not mm-hmm. – Green Bay is not your typical city. Green Bay is a small mm-hmm. city. Right, some small town. They 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 take it personal when you're the hometown guy and you 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 might abandon them or whatever the case may be. That, you know, I heard that the green. I heard the, the, from ESPN Green Bay is putting it in Aaron Rodgers' hands. Like, please get out of here. You want Aaron Rodgers to move on so you can see what you have behind him with with the with the quarterback behind him, but you don't want Green Bay to think that. You don't want yeah. Wisconsin to think that. So he's a businessman. He's going to play for two more years. He saw what Tom Brady did. You think he doesn't follow Tom Brady? He knows what Tom Brady's doing. And he has yeah. unfinished business, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Because he's been compared to Tom Brady for so long. He has unfinished mm-hmm. business. And, and partially, like, listen, I don't know. I know Jets fans have been scarred the last couple of years. We are the best mm-hmm. destination on mm-hmm. the market right now. As far as teams that we know is looking for a quarterback, we're the best destination. Who's the better destination than us? Green, yeah. I mean, San Francisco, I, I, they they might be looking for somebody. Brock Purdy played pretty well. Maybe. I don't know. Other than that, who yeah. who's better than us? Yeah. I, I've been telling people that. I'm telling you. If you want to come in and win, we have everything set up for you. We got the offensive rookie of the year. We got a, a offensive – got a lot of weapons. You know, our offensive line is going to get stirred up a bit more this upcoming – you know, off season, but this defense, championship defense, we have what it takes. If there's anywhere you want to come and win immediately, it's going to be with the New York Jets. So, Dwayne, you've been giving us some fire, man. My final question, and Jake, we're going to get to you in a second. Other callers, hold on. My final question for you, man, when you look at this New York Jets wide receiver position, right, a lot of people are looking at Corey Davis saying that the New York Jets should move on from him this off season, cut him. I believe the Jets would save somewhere around 10.5 to like 11 million or something to get rid of him. If you're the Jets general manager, if you Joe Douglas, are you moving on from Corey Davis? Are you cutting him this offseason? Um, if I have to go without looking at what's available, I would mm-hmm. say no. I wouldn't cut him. Okay. Um, and the reason I would say that is because I don't know what's out there on the market, this this free agency. But Corey mm-hmm. Davis is not – we're not asking him to be a number one. We're asking him to be a number mm-hmm. two. And mm-hmm. – Unless you want your number twos to put up 900 yards a year, he's kind of doing what a number two does. Um, mm-hmm. His drops are a problem. I get that, but his injuries um, are a problem too. You said what? His injuries are a problem too. That boy don't play. His injuries are a problem too. But you know, unless the rumors yeah. of them of Denver wanting to trade Cortland Sutton is true, I don't know mm-hmm. what I don't know what's on the market. Um, do we think that there's also they, talks about uh, DeAndre Hopkins possibly being out there as well? 
Man, if we could get if we could get him, yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, bring back bring back Jerry Rice. If that's the case, let's get <laughs> Randy Moss. I listen. I would love an All Star. You know what I mean? But unless we know that that's out there on the market, um, this is kind of number two wide receiver type play. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and the injuries. Uh, sometimes you got to ask: Do you want a a a guy that can catch? for 300 yards a season and is healthy, or do you want a guy that's injured but he's catching 500-plus yards per season? you got to ask that. That's why mm-hmm. I would say right now I would keep him. I don't think there's much out there right now from what I've heard, so I'll keep Corey. Okay. Listen, Dwayne, it's been phenomenal speaking with you, man. This was a great call from you. You have yourself a good night, my friend. All right, man. Take care, Joe. Have a good show. Absolutely. Same. Thank you so much. <laughs> Dwayne calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. Please give the show a thumbs up. Share the show with your friends and family as well across your social media. If you want to give to the show, the Cash App is there. Uh, the uh, Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. The Super Chat is there as well. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. Also, subscribe if you have not subscribed and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Salute to all the savages, man. Mr. Magic in the chat says, Joe, you need to change your wallpaper. How about Sauce and Garrett Wilson? I hear that a lot from people, okay? It's in, it may be in the works. I'm giving it a thought, okay? For those of y'all that don't know that, you know, maybe just listen to the show and haven't been on YouTube, you know, your boy got a nice little setup over here. I got Zach Wilson to a side of me. I got Makai Beckton to another side of me as well, and I get a lot of uh, interesting comments about those two players. <laughs> often thrown my way. And, of course, the savages are highlighted as well, right? Maybe that's in the works, right? Maybe it's in the works for me to, to make a move here. But I love Makai Becton, and uh, Zach Wilson is going to find his way in this league, okay? All right? I know I'm going to get bashed for saying that, but I said it. 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Also, savages, keep going in the chat. I see y'all. Hawkeye says, if we get Rodgers, I can't wait for everyone to turn on him when he wants to camp on a volcano for a week, deciding if he wants to play in year two. Mm. That's the reason a lot of Jets fans want to stay away from him. They say they don't trust it. I don't know. I feel like Aaron Rodgers, if he were to come here, he'd be committed, okay? We're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jake. Jake, I'm coming directly to you, Bill, Tommy. Hold on a second. Other callers as well. Wait. We're getting to everybody. I know the lines are hot. Jake, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Jake. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Jake. We just got off the phone with Dwayne, man. He just got off the line. Everyone's hot. We're talking about a lot of things here, okay? Derek Carr just takes a visit with the New York Jets. According to everybody, the visit went extremely well. How are you feeling about this situation, man? Do you believe that Derek Carr is the best option for the New York Jets to fill the issues with their quarterback position? Well, Joe, uh, first, uh, happy off season. It's nice to take a break and get away from the insanity that is watching this team just screw with your mind. So, it's, uh, they get a nice that. Having a cocktail, it's nice to not have to stress going to Sunday a little bit. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so we're here. It's been um, quite a. I was actually in Arizona for the Super Bowl, so it was actually a nice little fun week there. A lot of uh, a lot of activities. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, Matt's actually Matt's uh, Christian McCaffrey and Darren Walder. Really nice guys, actually. So just to tell you, okay. these guys, um, they work hard. McCaffrey is actually not as big as I thought he was. I mean, his muscles are massive, but, I mean, tall-wise, not as big as you think. Okay. But okay. Um, anyway, sorry. Good, let's get to, the, uh, the, get to the nitty-gritty. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Come a little bit closer uh, to your phone. I, uh, it sounds like you're a little far away. Come a little bit closer to the phone. I don't know if you're Can you hear me on. now? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me now? now. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to get right to the point here. Um, I think it's Aaron Rodgers or Bucks. I, I, I wow. really, okay. I, maybe not for his bus, but I would say Aaron Rodgers should be the number one priority. And I'm so tired of listening to people say that we're selling the farm to trade for him or we're going to rebuild in two years. People, the roster is very young. They're not going to have to pay mm-hmm. anybody in the next couple years outside of Quinny Williams, okay? Mm-hmm. Even if Aaron Rodgers were to come here for two years, which is what's going to happen, Dahl is going to get two more years. He's going to get two years. He's not going to get one year. It's two years if they get Aaron Rodgers, or even if they get Carr, which, by the way, I want nothing to do with Derek Carr, period. I want nothing to do wow. with him. Wow. I want nothing to do with him, period. Why? Because there's a re- – listen, guy – I'm going to tell everybody this right now. There's a reason. Everyone wants to give crap to Josh McDaniels. He actually finally had the cojones to finally tell everybody in the league, this guy's not that good. He's had nine years to try to do something, and he has done nothing. I don't care about Whoa. the Pro Bowls. I don't care about – I don't care. I don't really care. He's shown you nothing. He has just been a nice guy on a nice team, <laughs> and we want to blame the defense for everything. And he's had always – no, no, no. Sir, the standard right now is beating Patrick Mahomes. And I'll ask a very simple question. This makes it easy. Was Derek Carr beating Patty Mahomes in the AFC Championship game? Yes or no? I want to start with that. Well, how, how could he? First of all, hold on a second. To sit, to sit here and say, okay, and I, and I hear what you're saying. I know you love Aaron Rodgers. I think he's great as well. But to sit here and say that you think that Derek Carr just isn't very good. Dude, he's had four 4,000-yard seasons. You don't do that by just being a nice guy. You don't. Three Pro Bowls. You can't say, oh, I don't care about the Pro Bowls. You can't say that because those matter in this league. You don't just go to the Pro Bowl just to go. They don't just vote nice guys into the Pro Bowl. You have to actually get it done on the field and play. All right? If you look at, if you look at Derek Carr, if he came into the New York Jets today, statistically, he'd be the best, best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks the New York Jets had ever had in franchise history. He threw for 4,000 yards four times. We've only had one guy do that in our franchise history. His average year for us, if you took the average of all the years that he played in this league, he would come in here and be one of the best quarterbacks the New York Jets had ever had off of an average year of all the years that he's had. That, that is crazy, okay? And by the way, if we're talking about shootouts, okay, if we're talking about competing with Mahomes in the AFC Championship, but competing, how could he? That roster has never been set up really for his success. How? Are we talking about John Gruden, the guy that got, got up out of there after all the issues, Mike Mayock, all the bad draft picks that he had? Henry Ruggs, all these guys, so on and so forth, that never worked out there. Mind you, keep in mind, the defense has been terrible since he was there. I don't think they've been ranked higher than 25th. How is he supposed to do all those things? How? What great weapons has he had? He only had Devontae Adams for one year. Waller only played eight games this year. That's it. So please explain to me how Derek Carr, how you don't want to have nothing to do with this guy when he clearly is good. Keep in mind, while you're talking about Josh McDaniels, 
everybody that I've heard from, all the Raiders fans that I know, talk about how un, how needlessly complicated Josh McDaniel's offensive system is. But we've heard that from him before because when he was a coach before, he blew up a situation there with the Broncos. So while we're all sitting here, or while you're sitting here, just completely going off on Derek Carr and saying that he doesn't have the tools to get it done, he absolutely has the tools to get it done. He's put it on paper. Why do you think so many teams are vying for him? Why do you think so many teams want to talk to him? But to sit back and say he's trash, you look at his accolades, he's better than damn near every quarterback that's ever been in a Jets uniform, easily. What say you? What says me? He's not won one playoff game. He has won one playoff game. The Jets haven't been to the playoffs in 12 years. (laughs) What are you talking about? Because he hasn't won one playoff game? He hasn't he's, won one. He's, he's, he's led his team to two playoff berths. Team to two playoff berths. The New York Jets have not been in the playoffs in 12 years. Can I speak or no? No, go ahead. I'm giving you a turn. I, 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 it's, yeah, he, he doesn't elevate the team. He doesn't elevate the team. He's had every chance to elevate, and he can't do it. Let's not, let's not forget also, by the way, you know, you know John Gruden wanted Kyler Murray, right? A lot of people forget that. He wanted Kyler Murray really badly. So okay. well, he didn't want Carr years ago, but they paid him. And then this past year he got another extension, and now he's gone in one year. So how many times are we going to keep giving this guy, who is Kirk Cousins, the same money over and over again? He's the most favorable guy in the market because he's a free agent. That's why. If this was anybody, if Aaron Rodgers was in his position, this wouldn't even be a contest right now, period. It wouldn't even be a contest. But obviously Aaron Rodgers would never be in the market like this. I mean, he's in the market. He's not a free agent, but he's going to get tricked. Look, dude, I, 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 look, you want to have my call early, it's fine. I'm just going to tell you right now, if Aaron Rodgers is not on this team, I would not be excited at all about next year. The only, the only other situation wow. right now, and, and this is my other plan B right now. This is my other plan Go B. Ahead. Like a lot I think I'm high saying this. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't work out, I'd go after Justin Fields. I would quietly go after Justin Fields and realize this is the guy we should have had over Zach Wilson. But I'm mm-hmm. not paying a guy like Derek Carr five years, and if Salah gets fired and then another coach comes in and we're stuck with him, what are you going to do? You're stuck. You're stuck. So, well, the New York Jets, I'll tell you what. I think that would be rough to see. I don't know how, and again, and I've heard that too, Jake. I have heard that there's a lot of smoke coming out that the Bears would be looking to get rid of Justin Fields. I don't know why they would be doing that. I have no clue. Maybe there's something that they don't know or that they know that other people don't know. But I've seen that kid on the field. He looks amazing. But I'll tell you that. That would be pie on the face of the Jets because we could have easily have had Justin Fields. And he was a guy that I wanted as well, but we ended up with Zach Wilson, and here we are. I don't know if we'll actually make that move. But, again, I, I understand you love Aaron Rodgers. I do, too, as well. But if Aaron Rodgers decides that he's going to retire or decides that he wants to stay in Green Bay or decides that he does not want to go to the New York Jets, Derek Carr, I believe, is a great option. I believe he's a great option for the Jets. And, and, I, and I don't understand what you're saying about he doesn't elevate the team. I don't understand how you make it to two playoff games with very little weapons and, make it to a, make it, and you're not elevating the team. I don't understand that. You look at his play, you look at what he's done, four 4,000-yard seasons, how are you not elevating the team? I, I don't get it. But I'll tell you what, we're going to continue on here, Jake, because you're bringing some heat and you got some takes. When you look at the situation at the Jets, we talk about the weapons, we talk about the offense. I'm looking at this wide receiver position, and I'm like, 
there probably is going to be some adjustments and some guys are going to be gone this offseason. And Corey Davis is a guy that a lot of people are bringing up to get up out of here. Do you agree that the Jets should cut Corey Davis this offseason and save themselves about ten point five to $11 million? 100%. Doesn't stay healthy. He's not been a difference maker. Cut him. Cut him. Cut Barrios. That's why I think they're going to save them. Look, look I, can I back, okay. let me back up. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to back, let me back up for a second. Hold on. Hmm? I don't know how anyone doesn't think right now Daniel Hackett is not a dead giveaway that Rodgers is coming here. You don't think hmm. he's too talk enough? Forget the darkness thing. They have been talking for months. They have been talking for months. And don't you think it's kind of a coincidence that the LaFleur is gone? And let's not forget, oh, yeah, he didn't want a LaFleur there. I'm convinced mm-hmm. that probably looked at the situation and said, look, I like Robert Sala. I like New York. I want a big market, which I think he should want anyway. I don't care about the media stuff. It's baloney. I don't really care about any of that stuff. I care mm-hmm. that he's going to come in there and do his job. And I think reality, he, he said, listen, Nate, Nathaniel, whatever you want to go by, I like Salah. I like this team. Um, if you can get in there, I'm not dealing with none of the floor. I can't deal with these floors anymore. So I'm convinced they got him out of there and brought him in. I'm not, it's not funny. I'm serious. I really believe no, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. So why would they bring him in and say, you're going you're gonna to coach Derek Carr? It just doesn't add up to me. It really just doesn't add up to me. And to me, it sounds like in the end, the situation, and also it's not going to cost much to get Aaron Rodgers. Everyone thinks about the farm. Dude, if J.D. does it right, we can get him for two second-round picks. I don't think it's insane to say that. We can get him for two second-round picks. Because right now the leverage, the Green Bay doesn't have as much leverage as you think because of the threat of retirement. So they're going to be stuck with Jordan Love, who they don't love anyway. They can make every comment say they want him. They don't want him. LaFleur is going to probably lose his job in the year, uh, Matt LaFleur. Um, and basically, they're in a situation where they're not going to have to kind of, you know, LaFleur picks they're going to get. They, at the highest, they're going to get mm-hmm. the 13th pick. It's the 13th pick straight up or nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be the 13th pick straight up or a second rounder and a conditional pick next year, the jersey of first, if we win the Super Bowl. I'm sure every Jet fan would no problem giving a first-round pick and a 30-second pick if we won the Super Bowl. So I just yep. want to make that very clear. I, I, I'm trying to be logical. I'm not trying to just bash car. I'm trying to say there's a logical road and rhyme and reason to like why I'm justifying my point. To what the Jets are not just making these decisions in a vacuum. There's a rationale reason why they've done what they've done so far. But to go back to your no, point about Corey Davis, yes, and I think Lazard's going to come in. I think they're going to bring in Lazard. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Lazard, no. Machiari, they're going to bring them both in. Yeah, and listen, and I hear your point, and that's why I tell you I understand what you're saying about uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think it's Dude, he's number one on my list, too. But to sit and say that, because, again, and I hear what you're saying. They brought in Nathaniel Hackett. That's wonderful, right? He's a great. He has relationships with guys. He understands the system and all that stuff. Maybe that, maybe that, that connection with Aaron Rodgers will draw Aaron here. But there's no guarantee, especially with Aaron Rodgers. We've seen him and various other Green Bay quarterbacks, Brett Favre did the same thing, string Green Bay out before as well. And that's one of my biggest questions when dealing with Aaron Rodgers, even though I love the option or the idea of him being here as a New York Jet, is I don't want to get strung out by this guy. I don't want to be waiting for him for however long to make a decision, which I hope that decision comes tomorrow or at least by next week, right, and not four months from now because Green Bay has forever, almost until the beginning of the season, to make a decision on Aaron or for you know, Aaron Rodgers to come and make a decision before it impacts them, really, right? 
I want this guy to make a decision now, and that's my biggest concern, okay? Because this darkness retreat and all this other stuff and him not saying things and then, like, come on, man. Let us know where you stand so we can either move on or move forward. And that's my only question with Aaron Rodgers, and I hope that, again, that's why I think that bringing in Carr for that visit is a great move by Joe Douglas. And I think that Derek Carr is a phenomenal option for us here if Aaron Rodgers is not going to want to be here or if he retires or whatever he chooses to do. I'm ready to move on, and I don't think that Derek Carr is a bad option. I'll give you the final word on the situation. Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill. Accepting me. Oh, they are not the same. They are. They are not the same. They are not the same. Yes, they are. Listen, yes, Jake. They are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Not, Joe, you're not going to change my mind on this. I've been saying this for years and years. You're not changing my mind. Sorry. We get at, we're getting Jake, they are not. That's what's happening. All right. We're getting Aaron Rodgers. We're getting them. Jake. We're getting them. It was he's coming. I'm it telling was you, man, he's coming. We'll see. Hopefully we do, but Jake, he hates Derek Carr. Listen, Jake, thank you for calling in. I'm going to let you go. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? I love going back and forth with you. Always, always a good time, Joe. Have a good night. All right, you have a good one. Listen, Jake, instead Derek Carr, he compared him to Kirk Cousins. I don't think that Derek Carr is Kirk Cousins, guys. I don't. All right? I don't. I don't think he's bad. Why does everybody say that, that Derek Carr is bad, that he's a bad? Why are there so many Jets fans that believe he's, like, trash? Especially when you look at our history of quarterbacks. How can you say that he's a bad quarterback? I'll be shocked. If Derek Carr came in here, if we had Derek Carr this season and he just had an average year, you know the New York Jets would be in the playoffs easily. The New York Jets would be competing for a Super Bowl. Why not? We have all the weapons. Our protection wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't bad, even though we were banged up, right? And we got a championship defense that was shutting people down. You look at all the games that we played, we didn't get blown out in, like, a ton of games. We didn't get blown out. It was our offense that was the issue. We were in every game. We're in every game, damn near. If the Jets have decent quarterback play, we're easily a 14, maybe 15-win team. People hate Derek Carr. I'm, I'm shocked. Especially when you look at statistically, he coming here and be a top quarterback. We have Ryan Fitzpatrick holding franchise record of New York Jets. It's insane. It's insane. Listen, we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in, Savages. We'll get to you guys in a second. I gotta get to these lines because they are hot. Next, I'm going to my guy, Tommy. Tommy, I'm coming directly to you, North Carolina, other callers as well. I'll see y'all. We'll get to you in a second. Tommy, salutes, salutes. Good to hear from you, my friend. Listen, I'm talking that talk. New York Jets have brought in Derek Carr for a visit. Things went great. I'm a guy that is a pretty big proponent of Derek Carr, okay, being a New York Jet, if Aaron Rodgers is either taking way too long to make a decision or if Aaron Rodgers decides to retire or that he doesn't want to be a Jet, what say you? Hey, Joe, how are you, man? Long time. Salute, um, man. Respect, respect, salute, respect. Well, Joe, to tell you the truth, I've been a Jet fan, you know, my whole life basically, and um, we've been following this um, trail of breadcrumbs my whole life, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's not up. To, it's not up to the Jets, to us. It's up to 
Derek Carr where he wants to go to. It's up to Aaron Rodgers where he want to go to. Where he wants to go to. They dictate their destination. I mean, they both have the, those no trade clauses. So they're going. They're basically both free agents. And um, well, I have not, a no, no. Derek Carr is the only free agent. Derek Carr is the only free agent. He, I yeah, mean, he exercises I, I no but, trade clause. But Aaron Rodgers is definitely not a free agent, and I don't think they're going to cut well, Aaron Rodgers at all. Well, if he has a no trade clause, he has to, you know, he has to accept wherever they decide to, to send him. So it's basically the same, you know, the same animal. However, who would question for you? Who would you rather have, Aaron Rodgers, who's great, or Derek Carr, and we get to keep our first round draft pick, and we get a we get a offensive lineman, a solid um, low rookie salary offensive lineman plus Derek Carr, opposed to Aaron Rodgers. Answer me that. If if we're talking Aaron Rodgers is going to come in here, play two years, he's fully committed, is going to continue to, to give us the elite level of play that we've seen before, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're taking a chance here because Aaron Rodgers is a little older and he's, he's he's committing suicide coming here, playing behind our line the way it is right now because we're going to have to give up our yeah, first-round draft pick to get, to get rid of him. And with our first-round first round draft pick, we'd be able to, to get him some protection. And that's not happening. There's no, there's no free that's, agent offensive alignment. Go ahead. That, that is not true, though. That, that's not true. And, and what I don't understand, and I hear your point, but what I don't understand is we're acting like we haven't seen Joe Douglas get great production from guys deep in drafts. Right? You're talking about our offensive line, which is an issue. We will absolutely need to address the offensive line, and I've talked about it, especially in the draft. I can mm-hmm. see your Jets going offensive line with their first three picks. Max Mitchell was a guy that Joe Douglas picked up in the mid-round of the draft and came in when he needed a right round, tackle. And he, uh, uh, I said the mid-round, the mid-rounds of the draft. Yeah, yeah. And he came in mm-hmm. right, and gave us immediate mm-hmm. production as a right tackle and was one of the best players on our offensive line. You don't have to draft offensive linemen in the first round for them to be successful. Actually, if you look at offensive linemen, for those of y'all that you know, know the draft, I'm not like some uh, stat, <laughs> statistician, right? I know a lot of people okay. like to pretend that they, okay. they just throw a bunch of stats. But if you look at offensive linemen, if you look at the history of the draft, offensive linemen are the surest bet in the draft, no matter where you take them. That's a fact. You can look it up. Well, Offensive linemen generally pan out with their teams or give them decent production over almost any position that you pick up. You can get offensive linemen that could come in and put in quality work for you and give you quality production, right, in the second to third round. And especially when you're looking at a guy in Joe Douglas that has been able to pick up quality uh, young players, quality draft picks in mid-rounds from Brees Hall to Elijah Moore to – various other guys in his draft that have been able to come in here and put in work, why is everyone so against picking up Aaron Rodgers and giving up a first-rounder, you know, and, and addressing other things, addressing issues elsewhere with the rest of our picks? Keep in mind, also, another, and I'm going to throw it back to you, but keep in mind, great quarterback play completely hides deficiencies on your football team. If you're getting the ball out of your hands quickly, if you're understanding how to diagnose a defense, if you're audibling at the line to set your offense up for the best success against the defense or whatever they're doing because you recognize it off the bat, a la, uh, you know, Tom Brady, it'll hide your protection defensive piece. 
because that's what we saw from Tom Brady when he was with the Patriots. The Patriots' offensive line was trash. It was trash. It was awful. But you would never know that because Tom Brady was getting the ball out of his hands in like a second. When Tom Brady left the Patriots, though, and they had other quarterback come in, you saw how bad that line was and how bad and how questionable some of those weapons were. That's, that's why the Patriots went and got all those new guys and retooled and brought in Hunter Henry and John U. Smith and all this because they were like, whoa, these guys don't look the same. Yeah, you're not going to look the same because Tom Brady's well, not quarterback uh, in your team. Elite quarterback play yeah. will raise the play of your offense. We see it. And that's what Aaron Rodgers will bring here, elite quarterback play. Give me your thoughts. I think we did it. I think they just made a great decision by getting rid of uh, Michael LaFleur because mm-hmm. I believe LaFleur was holding, was holding Zach Wilson back. I still have confidence in Zach Wilson. You, I mean, he, uh-huh. we have too much, too much invested in him. We lost too many games to be able to have the opportunity to take him in the draft. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have so much power, so much buying power invested in him that, that I, I, I'm thinking they did the right thing because I believe – um, LaFleur was holding him back. LaFleur was, was telling him, look for your first read. If it's not the second read there, just toss it out. Just throw it. Just throw it. And this kid is just running backwards every freaking play. Whatever. I, you know what? He needs some help. Hopefully hopefully our new, uh, you know, our new additions, coaching additions could help him out. But that's besides the point. In addition to um, to the, our coaches helping well, him out. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because I, I want to address that. I want to address that, Tommy. I think that that – and I understand your point there. There are times where I believe that your point, especially in the red zone, right? I think Michael Floor had issues play calling in the red zone. He got a little bit too cute. But I don't know if he was holding Zach Wilson back. I think, and again, Zach Wilson is on the screen. I know people want me to change that, and maybe it will be in the works. I've got a lot of pressure. <laughs> but uh, here's the deal. Zach Wilson's trash to this point. And I'm a Zach Wilson guy. I think okay. he has all the physical attributes, but he don't have it upstairs yet. He don't have it upstairs yet. He has issues diagnosing mm-hmm. defenses. His drop back is lazy. His mechanics are awful, and he doesn't see things quickly. And this is an offense that's all about rhythm and timing and getting the ball out of your hands quickly. He don't do that. The reason why he told him, and according to reports, they told Zach Wilson, look, look for your one read if it ain't their run, is because he can't, he can't go through his progression. That's why you saw, uh, uh, you saw Elijah Moore upset and wanting to get up out of here. That's why you saw yeah, yeah. Garrett Wilson be physically, physically just beside himself on plays because he would be open. Zach Wilson had issues throwing the football. The play calling, you can say it was spotty at times, but there were games where guys were wide open and he can't hit them. He couldn't even hit a screen pass. Well, He couldn't hit guys coming out of the flat. Zach Wilson could not. These are easy passes that Zach Wilson should be making, and he could not do it. So I understand uh, the heat uh, for LaFleur and his play calling in the red zone. But to say that Zach Wilson was like like getting ruined by him, whoa, buddy. Like Zach Wilson had a hand in a lot of that himself. On top of some of the things that, you know, was going on in the locker room behind him, you know, saying crazy things and, and, and basically acting like none of this was his fault. So I think LaFleur gets a lot of heat. And I'll, 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 I'll give you the heat when, when you need to be heated up. But Zach Wilson was real bad, and I am a Zach Wilson guy. Okay, go well, ahead, Tommy. Uh, Elijah Moore is gonna is gonna speak speak his tongue, and he had a choice. 
He had a choice of what to say, and his words wasn't, Zach Wilson, you suck. It was the opposite. LaFleur, okay. you suck, and that was totally out of line. However, however, I mean, he's phrased right there with him. He put more blame on LaFleur than Zach Wilson. Just, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's one point. However, they want to bring – let's get over that. They want to bring in um, a mm-hmm. quarterback to also help him to mentor him. And Aaron, I, yeah. like, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers would be the perfect, the perfect mentor. I don't see the value there. We have to give up too much to get him. Well, we don't have to give up nothing but, but, um, but the cash in the uh, salary cap for Derek Carr. We have to give up the same amount of money for both for both quarterbacks. So I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm going, I'm going with Derek Carr in this point. Why? Why? I mean, it's, it's, okay. that's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. it's a no-brainer. You yeah. give up, you give up your first-round pick and get Aaron Rodgers, or get get you know, give us some cash, the same amount of money you have to pay Aaron Rodgers. You give it up. And sign Derek Carr. So let, let's okay. learn behind listen, Derek Carr. That's me, baby. Listen, Tommy. Listen, you brought some heat tonight, man. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right, my friend. Have a have a great night. Thanks for taking my call, Joe. Peace. Absolutely. Respect. Listen, Tommy calling in. Respect and salute to him, man. I'm gonna give it to Tommy. He brought some. Time. I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna give it to him. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. i got to play devil's advocate sometimes. I like going back and forth. All right? I let my takes be known, but I'll tell you what. People bring in the heat. Next, I'm going to go to my guy from North Carolina. Bill, will come to you next. North Carolina, we're coming directly to you, man. Salutes, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It's always good to hear from you. As you hear, I'm battling, man. I'm going back and forth. Salutes to all the savages as well. We'll get to y'all in a second. They're going off. Man, the Jets have brought Derek Carr in for a visit. According to reports, the visit went well. I'm here, you know, swinging hey, and kicking. And, yeah, I'm, I'm bobbing and weaving these shots that are being thrown at me, man. People throwing punches around here. Do you think that the New York Jets have done a good thing by bringing in Derek Carr, did their due diligence. Could you see Derek Carr being the New York Jets quarterback over Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. I think it's a a strong possibility, and it doesn't diminish Aaron. Obviously, he's had had a very distinguished career. No one would dispute what he's accomplished, but the timing of it is uh, not very good. I mean, we still haven't heard anything from Aaron as far as his decision on whether he's interested in coming to the Jets. And, and mm-hmm. cars available. You have to, you know, jump on the first thing smoking. And because yeah. he's available, he should be highly considered. He and Garoppolo. Now, I know Jet fans are very down on both Carr and Garoppolo. But listen and consider this. I've been thinking about this now. Both Carr and Garoppolo are very solid, professional NFL quarterbacks. We've been so far removed from it, you know, with a struggling Zach. And, and then even a, a Donald that went into decline before we decided to move on from him, that we don't even yeah. know what it feels like to have a solid professional quarterback. Carr and Garoppolo both have had an opportunity to be in this league for a while to develop and grow and hit their peak of what their potential mm-hmm. is. And I think there are benefits to that, getting them at the time when they're in the prime of their careers, not on the downside. Now, obviously, with Aaron, it comes some risk. 39 years old is not young. You know, he's older, even though I know he still knows how to play the, the game from the neck up. But from the shoulders down, physically, you know, his body's declining in age, and I don't think he can take all those shots 
like uh, my man Mike White took, you know what I'm saying, on that Sunday afternoon against the Buffalo Bills. So I think yep. it absolutely did the right thing. You know, I think Carr should be heavily considered. He's a good guy. He will not embarrass this franchise. He will do the right thing. He will uh, conduct himself the way we expect an NFL pro professional quarterback to do. He will manage the huddle. He will execute the plays as they were called. He won't go out there playing scared or timid the way Zach did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People like Mike White. The reason we fell in love with Mike White because Mike White gave us a glimpse, at least a flash, of what it's like to have a solid, competent, functioning NFL quarterback. And I think yeah. both cars, if in my mind, either car or Garoppolo would be great options for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Absolutely. And, and that, that, that's that's a good take. And I, and I look at the situation. Now, I'm not as high on Garoppolo as maybe you are. I would to, to me, mm-hmm. my list is Aaron Rodgers, Carr, and then after the Carr, it's Mike White. I think if you're going to go Garoppolo, oh, you, you might as well Mike go White? back to Mike White. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, he's my third option. Oh. Um, I think we should re-sign Mike mm-hmm. regardless. I'm going to just put this out there right now because who knows, yes. maybe, a, maybe a guy gets hurt, goes down. I want to put Zach Wilson in bubble wrap. And, again, I'm going to keep saying it, I'm a Zach Wilson guy. I want him in bubble wrap. Oh, I yeah. don't want him to have to play unless it's just there's nothing else we can do, okay? I want him to That's focus right. on his mechanics and so on and so forth, right, and get fixed. So, to me – I want to see Mike White brought back regardless, but I think the third option for me as far as starters is Mike White. Mike White's my third option before Garoppolo simply because Jimmy uh, Garoppolo gets hurt a lot. He gets hurt a lot. And if we're going to go yeah. and pay, if we, if we miss out on Carr and we miss out on Aaron Rodgers, why not bring the guy back that shows you that he can competently run this offense? The guys in the locker room yeah. love him. They love him. Let's just run it back with them yes. and better the offensive line and see where he can get us because he has what it takes. He's just not a big name. I think that's the biggest thing with Mike White. He's just not a big name because he Ooh. has everything else. That's, that's honestly what oh, yeah. I personally that's right. It's just that he's not a big name. I, I think he has everything else, like you said as well, and to your point, which was a great point. Our offense was so just incompetent. It did not become competent until he took the reins as a quarterback. That's what he showed up what competent quarterback play could do. That is a great that was a great take. Yes. And that's something, you know, that, that I brought Absolutely. up as well. Now, even going back to Carr, because you talked about Carr and you think that he'd be a solid, you know, option here. A oh, lot yeah. of people talk about the money that it would take to pay him, right, to to bring in. That's that's a big sticking point for a lot of New York Jets fans. I know Jets fans that want to stay away from him and Aaron Rodgers because of the money. Now, when you look at Carr, right, if you're the Jets general manager, would you be willing to give him that 45, maybe 50, 45 to 50 million that a lot of people think it's going to take to bring him in? Is that something that you could see Joe Douglas doing? Uh, right now, we don't have any, have any choice. I think it's either that or draft a quarterback. And I don't think mm-hmm. Joe Douglas and uh, the current regime is going to want to take that risk on a young, mm-hmm. once again, inexperienced quarterback. You don't know what you're getting. Even if the ceiling mm-hmm. potential is high, like Zach Wilson, still there's an unknown factor. So you're better off going with a veteran, a young veteran still in their prime, like David Carr. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, give him a shot. I think he'll do a good mm-hmm. job. He will not embarrass this franchise. And I believe we'll make the playoffs. I think the only question don't. about Carr is, can he advance us to the AFC championship game, and can he beat the big three, which we know is what, Josh Allen, 
uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, and what's yeah. the other one? Uh, the Cincinnati quarterback. You know what I'm talking about. But you know Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, there's he a other Joe Burrow. Well, That's though, right. Yeah, there's other beasts as well too. Lamar Jackson. I know a lot of people are not even yeah. thinking about this man, but Deshaun Watson, according to everything, he's going to be back too. And, I mean, we saw it before yeah. all the stuff. Deshaun Watson on the field was something else. <laughs> like, he, he's that guy. Oh, yeah, that's you know, true. He's that guy. That's true. You know, we all know him. And then, again, you also got Justin Herbert as well. A lot of people – Justin yeah. Herbert is, is – is, if, if San Diego, good Lord. If the L.A. Chargers can put something around him. I'm still calling the Eagle Chargers. If, if the L.A. Chargers can put something around him and just, you know, get the team better, boy, oh, boy, he's that's getting right. better and better every single day. He's unbelievable. So that's what I'm saying. When you look at this 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 AFC man filled with so many great quarterbacks, I think and I True. believe that Derek Carr can compete with those guys as well. So I, I would be in on it too. But oh, yeah. And I know a lot of Jets fans want to stay away from paying, but solid quarterbacks in this league get paid. So – my next question for you, right. man, I want That's to talk true. to you about the, the weapons. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to you about the weapons here with the Jets. That's why receiver core is looking. There's some things, some moves that's going to be made. There's a lot of talk about people wanting to cut Braxton Berrios to save $5 million. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I would try to see if we can get, to, get him to take a cut, take a reduction reduction in that number. Okay, restructure. I think if we can get mm-hmm. that, get some of the numbers down with him and Davis, Maybe we can retain some of our players and we can get those numbers down. Barrios is a candidate, a cut candidate. Mm. He did not perform as well. He probably knows he didn't perform on the same level he did prior, yeah. you know, with us. We were so impressed with him, you know. And I think he knows that hopefully we can get a reduction in, in, in number. That's why I want us to either get this Aaron Rodgers thing or get this quarterback situation settled quickly. And hopefully yeah. that will incentivize some of the players that are currently with us to work with us and maybe restructure their contracts or take a straight-up cut like Barrios. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Maybe it'll no, incentivize yeah. them to think about it, at least consider it, you know, to help the yeah. team go forward because we're, we're so close. I can feel it, Joe. We are so close to being very powerful. Yeah. And I would make the case that this team has a chance to be the most powerful team ever, in my opinion, since the 1986 Jet team. Nobody talks about Ooh, that team, wow. but that team was okay. extraordinary, extraordinary. I think this team I'll has a what. chance to be on that level, you know? Yeah, I'll tell you what, that that first, and I know people are going to hate this, but that first year with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Decker and Marshall, I thought that team was really going to go somewhere. I, I thought it was, and it was oh, nowhere yeah, fast. Yeah. But <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were going to go somewhere. And we saw how that oh, ended yeah. up, but, you know. So when you look at the situation, oh, yeah. staying on this wide receiver position, my final question for mm-hmm. you, Bill, we're, we're coming to you next. Sure. Other callers as well. We'll get to you in a second. Corey Davis has also been under a lot of fire as well. There's a lot of Jets fans that want to see him cut and have the New York Jets save 10, I think it's 10.5 or $11 million on the cap. Are you a guy that wants to see Corey Davis get on up out of here as well? Well, I'll tell you this. I value, and especially with us trying to find our quarterback, I value having veteran receivers. Corey mm-hmm. Davis and Braxton Berrios are veterans, even though they're imperfect and they have their little flaws. But we we really don't know what a good quarterback could do to this group. I think it could really energize them to step yeah. their game up. 
and play mm-hmm. to their full potential. Now, if our receiving core, the way it's constituted right now, with mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, and Braxton Burial, if they play to their full potential, we could have one of the most dangerous wide receiver groups in the NFL. That could be a really good group, very formidable, yeah. if we can get this quarterback uh, situation uh, resolved, which I'm hoping to hear that. I'm hoping to get it done, hopefully, within the next week or two from this conversation, from us speaking tonight. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, something can come of it within the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the next time we talk, we'll be in even better spirits and there'll be some good news and we got a resolution. Hopefully, either get Carr or get yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, we'll come out with one of these guys the next time we talk. Yeah, hopefully. I'm hoping that Aaron Rodgers makes that or yeah. whatever decision he's going to make, he needs you need to let the Jets know. And I'm hoping that Joe Douglas has put this situation on a timetable because what I don't want to see us, well, oh, what yeah, I don't yeah. want to see happen to us is we get strung out. That's the last thing I want to see. And we miss that's out right, on Carr right. or we miss out on all these other guys. Again, you brought up Jimmy Garoppolo, and we never know. Mike White could get some could get some offers as well. He's done a solid job, and even if they don't think he could be a starter somewhere, he could absolutely go up and be, go around and be a solid backup somewhere as well. I'm very sure there's teams that have oh, taken yeah. notice of what he's been able to do in this Shanahan system. So there's, there's questions there. Now, before I let you That's go and right. get you up out of here, quickly, give me your thoughts oh, yeah. on Denzel Mims going forward. What do you make of him? Do you think that he's a guy that could really have an impact <sighs> for us you know, going forward? There's a lot of people, a lot of Jets fans that are, that are hot on him as well that are like, I don't know about this guy. He might be a guy that the New York Jets should look to trade in the offseason. What say you, man? Oh, now, Denzel Mims is a mystery. I loved his rookie campaign. I saw flashes of his, his, uh, his potential. And it was another YouTuber. You may have heard of Brett Coleman. Now, he posts uh, yeah. on YouTube as well. And I had a chance mm-hmm. to take a look at his content. I've been following him just like I've been following you for quite a while. He put me down on Denzel Mims a couple of years back prior to him coming out in the draft. He said, when this kid comes out, whoever gets him is going to get themselves a heck of a wide receiver. I remember him saying that. Yeah. And he profiled him. He did some video you know, breakdowns and stuff, just like X Factor. Joe Blewett, he was breaking down film. It was fascinating, mm-hmm. his potential. You know, I saw a, a kind of a combination of almost a, a, a Marsh, a, a Randy Marshes or Michael Irvin type, you know, with circus catches, length, mm-hmm. ability to get off the jam. I saw the, the, the style and the way he played was very impressive. You know, coming out of college, this kid's going to be fantastic. If we get this kid and he can be, you know, coach him up, he could really be good, really mm-hmm. be good. So Denzel yeah. Mims, I've been rooting for him ever since we drafted him out of college. I've been pulling for this kid hard. A lot of Jet fans mm-hmm. love him, and I understand that. They see the promise and potential in this young man. I hope he can put it together this year. This, mm-hmm. this year is a make-or-break yeah. year for Denzel Mims, you know, yeah. as far as his long-term uh, longevity with us, you know. Yeah, big questions. And, again, he was a guy that requested a trade as well, just like Elijah Moore, too, so – We'll see. But listen, That's my right. friend, it was phenomenal to speak with you tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. Same right? here. I love going back and forth with you. Same here, Joe, and it's always a pleasure. We'll talk again. Absolutely. You have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. I'm taking a lot of heat for uh, liking Derek Carr, okay? I think he's phenomenal. I don't understand this. All right. Ryan Fitzpatrick set franchise records with the New York Jets. 
That tells you how bad our quarterback play has been for so long. That is not an indictment on Ryan Fitzpatrick being a great quarterback. That's an indictment on the New York Jets for always having an archaic, caveman-style offense. Our single-season leading passer, right, most yards in a season, that record, the only guy we've ever had throw over 4,000 yards was Joe Namath. He threw seven yards over 4,000. Seven. He still holds that record. <sighs> Awful quarterbacks, man. Sam Darnold, gone. Mark Sanchez, God, he was – he's gone. Bryce Petty, Geno Smith, Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> oh, Mike McCagnin, that was a doozy. <laughs> My God, I just want the issues to be solved. I want the pain to stop. I want it to stop. We'll get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639, taking calls. We'll get to the savages in a second, salute to the chat. I see y'all, y'all going off, but we've got to get to these lines. I'm going to Bill. Bill, I'm coming directly to you, 917, hold on. We're going directly to Bill. Bill, salute. I want to thank you for calling in. Derek Carr has met with the New York Jets, you know. According to all the reports, the meeting will extremely well. I have no issue with Derek Carr becoming a New York Jets quarterback. I don't necessarily want to see the Jets wait too long for Aaron Rodgers to make a decision. What are your thoughts on that? Joe, congratulations for dealing with all these people coming at you, man. A lesser man was ended the show about 20 minutes ago. They need to relax. Unbelievable. Thank you, Bill. Salute. Go, go ahead. It's all about discussion. I'm here to have. I'm here to have the discussion. I love doing this. Salute to Bill. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I got it. At this point, with everything that's transpired, I think in the beginning when all this started unfolding. We all had our opinions. And I, I, uh-huh. I would hope that people have become a little bit more flexible. Originally, I was going on Rogers entirely. I figured Derek Carr has some issues with it. I even mentioned it to you. You mentioned it the first time. Derek uh-huh. Carr is your top guy. Um, yeah. Looking at the long view, you know, we have Derek, Derek Carr. Um, we got five, six years left in this guy before we start maybe seeing where, you know, where, where he might start looking to hang it up. Aaron Rodgers, we're going to be looking at one or two years that first year with Aaron Rodgers, we're going to have to give up the draft pick um, or two. That's going to impact us on the all-important offensive line position, likely. Unless, yeah. you know, some folks are saying maybe we can get away with the end without giving up number 13. It would be hard to imagine that would be the case. So we're going to have to go ahead with the first year, and he's going to have a worse offensive line than he had last year where he, had a, he struggled. You know, I mean, and not that to say that, okay, I want to have Derek Carr behind that line, but at least you'll have some years of continuity where they can build this thing out. Everyone's put this pressure, uh, this whole thing about, yeah, next year it's make the playoffs or bust. I don't know where this is coming from. It's all like a, people hear it in the media and they keep saying it enough it becomes true in their minds. But I, I don't see it that way. I think Joe Douglas has a lot of latitude. He uh, has a couple of rookies of the, uh, of the year, players of the year, on both sides of the ball, which is a phenomenal feat. I think that, uh, you know, we're not seeing Salah go anywhere because he's gotten this team and this – his city around this team. So I, I don't think it's a, you know, make playoffs or bust. This team has proved every year. I think there's going to be a little bit more latitude. 
So I, I don't think the, the rush is there to get Aaron Rodgers and if we don't make the playoffs because we're just one step away, one player away. I, I think that's kind of a that's kind of overstated, especially when no one can tell me who's going to start on that offensive line except for AT, AVT next year. So you know, we got to take a step back, take a look at the long term because it's going to be more than one year because that's all we might get out of Rodgers. He might, uh, you know, have a season, you know, deal with the media or whatever the issue is, just be, be done with it. Get his $50 million, go back to that hole he's, he's sleeping in now or whatever, and, you know, and, and then that's it. Derek Carr, I think if we're looking at establishing a long-term situation, because you know, let's just call it what it was. The, the team lost because of quarterback play last year. And no one can tell you Facts. that Facts. the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr in that situation would have been that much different. I, I don't think – I mean, we would have made the playoffs. I don't know how far we would have advanced the playoffs, but we would have made the playoffs. Um, and I think that's all we could expect. So I don't – these people projecting, oh, it is Aaron Rodgers, we're making it to the Super Bowl. I, I don't know what crystal ball they're using, but at the end of the day, obviously, if you have games, you look back and we're losing games by giving up, you know, 11 points or whatever that was, that ridiculous mm-hmm. game where we, we lost 17 points. Uh, you just need just enough to get you over the hump. And uh, I think at mm-hmm. this point, well, you know, either one of those guys is going to do, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Here, here's the deal, and, and I hear you what you're saying. And again, I've been I've been a big proponent. Aaron Rodgers is my top guy. I will say this: if Aaron Rodgers were to come here, I do think the Jets make the playoffs. Again, like you said, nobody has a crystal ball, but I think we would absolutely be in the talks of making a Super Bowl because of the if he comes in here and beats the Aaron and be, is the Aaron Rodgers that we all know him to be. I think he absolutely puts the Jets in the best position to win a Super Bowl because that would be short up. And I hear what you're saying about the offensive line, and those are absolute concerns, right? ATV is going to come back. Becton is also looking phenomenal as well. I know people want him off my screen, but <laughs> he's looking really good. He's in great shape, right? He, he's posting uh, pictures every single day. Hopefully he comes back yep. healthy. But I think the New York Jets are going to continue to address the offensive line via free agency or via, uh, you know, the draft as well heavily. I think it's going to be heavily invested to fix those issues. And even when our offensive line was banged up, they still blocked well enough for us to still have offensive production. But like you said as well, particularly when Zach Wilson was starting, the quarterback play was right. trash, and we just could not get it done. Um, yeah, real bad. I mean, you, you're talking facts there. But my biggest concern with Aaron Rodgers, and you talk about Derek Carr being a big proponent of him, and I am as well. I think he's the best, most realistic option for the Jets. My thing is this, this darkness retreat, a lot of people look at it and say, well, if he's going on a darkness retreat to try to figure things out, they're questioning if he's really committed to football at this time. I mean, so, is that something that kind of goes through your mind when you think about the darkness no. retreat and Aaron Rodgers, or do you think those people are tripping? Yeah, they're tripping. They're tripping more than he was tripping on uh, whatever he was uh, imbibing on this retreat. But at, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, he's he's done this before. I, I, I read that this wasn't the first time he's done this sort of thing. We just didn't focus on it because, yeah. you know, he wasn't a free agent at the point, or he wasn't looking at making a, a change. I, I don't think there's all the stuff yeah. about him being able to deal with media all these extra things. I don't think that's an issue at all. The, the, the bottom line that I'm concerned with is the fact that he's nearing the tail end of his career. He's going to get 50 million, someone this season. After that, he might want to yeah. hang it up. You know, it, it's like it's a matter of he doesn't care who he gets his 50 million from. It's not a situation like with Lamar Jackson where he's, he wants to get out of Baltimore because he's sick of those people. Aaron Rodgers don't care. He's like, somebody can pay me the 50 million. I don't care who it is. Just give me the 50 million dollars. I'll play for a year. You know, and he's, yeah. he's a mercenary type. He wants to win. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like we, 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 if we want to put our eggs in one basket, I, I, don't, I don't want to take that risk in terms of just saying, okay, we yeah. need it for one or two years, and then we'll go for it. We get the Super Bowl, great, because what's going to happen if we get there and doesn't, doesn't, you know, we don't get there, 
we're going to have everyone, you know, like, you know, the, the ripping their clothes and crying in the streets as always because we should have done this, we should have done that. But, like, you know, from the long view, Joe Douglas um, has shown he's, he has a long-term plan. Uh, I think that the hiccup of Zach Wilson, and, is, you know, we'll, we may never know what really went down there, but, you know, that, that didn't work out for whatever reason. And there's still hope. We still have uh, an opportunity mm-hmm. for him to grow in the position, and we'll see. But as it, as it stands for right now, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's a, he has the mindset to win. Derek Carr, he has the mindset to win. I think right now it comes mm-hmm. down to just a matter of the opportunity. How many chances do we have at this? Do we have two, one or two shots at this thing, or do we have five or six shots at it? That's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I'll take five or six shots yeah. at the same cost as one or two. I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And I'll tell you what, the, the elite level of play that you get from Aaron Rodgers, and I think, again, Derek Carr is phenomenal, but – to get the top of the top to be able to come in, I think that really solves a lot of issues. And oh man, but I tell you what, Derek Carr, if he's the option and he's the guy that's brought in, I'd have no issues with that. Again, I think he's he's the most realistic option for the Jets. I know there's a lot of, and you heard it as well. You said you you would have shut the show down 20 minutes ago if you were me. But I tell you what, I get a lot of heat for liking Derek Carr as well, and wanting to see him brought in. Now, when we talk about I have weapons, a question for you. I have a question. Can I ask you a question for you though, real quick? Go go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick. Go ahead. Yeah. What 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 is the process for this? Because I'm not sure. I have a I have a buddy of mine. On, uh, I'm I'm after Twitter as an agent. I'm going to ask him. But do you know what is the process for Derek Carr? Because everyone's talking about like why they let him leave. Like they can just put the guy in a in a hole somewhere and uh, sit on him until you know. You know. The bottom yeah. line is, Here's, is is he going to um, he's going to shop himself around right? And then mm-hmm. will he ask teams to make him an offer, or do they make him an mm-hmm. offer? at dinner, say, here's our offer, take it away, or what do you think the process is? Yeah, here's, here's I'm not an NFL agent, right? I'm going to just say that out the bat. I'm not an NFL agent. I'm not like uh, Ian Rappaport or nothing like that. But according to everything that, you know, I know and, and things that I've seen, right, the process that Derek Carr is going through, and even his brother David Carr said that, is going to be a long process because he's going to shop himself. He said that, honestly, he said that from the jump. Uh, I think it was the yeah. skills challenge. He was doing interviews after the skills challenges, and he literally told people, reporters, at the time when he was on the Raiders, he didn't care if he get cut or released. He didn't care. He was going to make sure that he made the best decision for him and his family. What he's going to do is he's going to he's going to shop himself from team to team to team. Just because he didn't sign with us, and this is something I talked about as well, doesn't mean that you know the Jets aren't a place that he wants to go. He wants to make sure that he sees what his, what his market is with multiple teams. And the more teams that he's able to go to and gather, it also puts pressure on the teams that he's already visited to make sure that the offer that they make him is lucrative, right? If he only had visited two teams and signed with somebody, then, you know, who knows? He could have got, you know, maybe four or five million more out of, out of another team that he would have liked to go to. Right. So he's going to go to all the, all the quarterback-hungry teams, Tennessee, exactly. the Panthers. He's probably going to meet with the Niners. He's probably he's going to meet with various other teams and see how they're set up for success as far as their front office, their general manager, how they're set up for success with their, uh, their, their coaches. Can he deal with them? Can he work with them? And what about their weapons? so he can produce offensively. And, of course, where's the team as far as their defense and stuff like that? Because he yes. wants to go to the team that's going to fit him and better his career. The money's going to be there because yes. he's a free agent quarterback. Yes. The money's going to get – Kirk Cousins got $35 million per year. <laughs> Kirk Cousins be choking everywhere. He's going to get paid. He already know that. And, and mind you, yes. and he also knows, just like everybody else does, he's, he's got the floor. He's got the floor. He's the guy that uh, he's got the floor, and he's the only guy right now that's a free agent quarterback. So he knows the money is coming. He just wants to figure all this stuff out. So you need need to put a press release out so everyone can understand it because everyone's out there thinking that the Jets can just put him in a shoebox and take him home today. (laughs) So everyone's going crazy. 
You know what's crazy, Bill? I said that in what? one of my videos recently. I literally said if he leaves the facility without a deal, Jets fans, you know, media don't go off because I knew that this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. He's going to shop us. Yeah. It's the smartest thing to do. Who, who no wouldn't? For him to sign with anyone right now. Exactly. Who wouldn't? Yeah. After the dysfunction that you dealt with Raiders, you think he's going to make a, a decision like that in two weeks? No. I'm about to weigh my decision because guess what? Derek Carr, I think, is 31 at this point, right? He knows, uh-huh. hey, I can't play forever, but I need to go yeah. and make sure I'm going to the next best team to set myself up for success, and that's what he's doing. And I think, again, those talks, like you said as well, offers, all that stuff, that's being discussed. They went out to dinner. Of course, they're discussing, hey, we would be willing to pay you this initially. He's going to keep in contact with all these teams. The Jets are not going to be out of it until – According to reports, Aaron, we're done with Aaron Rodgers, and we're finalized that we're either moving on or he's retired or we're just tired of dealing with him and whatever else. That's when the Jets will say, hey, but guess what? When Derek Carr, before he makes his decision to sign wherever, there will probably be a group text or a group communication or whatever. This is the team I'm going to. Can you all offer this? Can you offer me more than this? And if it's a no, yeah. if it's a no across the board, then he'll go to whatever team. So all that stuff yeah. you're talking about is even discussed. According to reports as well, he even met with Jets players already. And they were like, yes, we like him too. So, yeah, all that's being done, all of it. Yeah. And I know yeah. that there's a lot of people, because I, I foresaw it, bashing him, saying, oh, or bashing the Jets. This is a clown organization. They shouldn't have let him out the door. Yeah, you exactly. can't force somebody to sign a contract. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I'm You can't him. force them to sign a contract. Yeah. It's crazy. You can't do like you can lock him. Like, what are you gonna do? Put him, put him in the prison under the Jets facility and say you're not put, leaving. Put him in the bathroom. Contract. Yeah. <laughs> lock him in the bathroom. Like that. That's crazy. That, that that it's not gonna happen. Okay. So he was gonna shop himself. He's gonna continue to do this the smartest thing. But right. the New York Jets are a realistic option. We are no longer a team that people just use for leverage. So yes. Listen, Bill. My final question before I let you go because you're bringing heat quickly. You got other callers and I want to get to them. You look at this New York Jets wide receiver position, Corey Davis. Are you cutting him this offseason to save yourself money? Uh, Corey Davis goes because you have Mims. Get rid of Corey Davis, unfortunately. Okay. Um, he, you, want, you want him for veteran leadership. I think you have the guys who have been around the league for a while now. He's been here for a couple of years. And the guys who came in as rookies, Mims, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's been around a bit, even though it, it, you know, we had issues getting him on the field. That's going to change. Mm-hmm. I think when you have an offensive coordinator who, uh, by all reports, confused everyone with an overly complex system, which is not really mm-hmm. what you want to do when you want to score points. You want to make it simple, and that's his job is to make sure that he gets the best out of everyone. And if you have to, to swallow your pride and get rid of your precious, complicated system, you do that or else you get fired like you got fired. So I think, yeah. getting back to your point, I don't think we need to have a Mims and a Corey Davis, especially Davis with $10 million in savings, uh, we let him go. And then when you look at this uh, draft, there's a lot. It's a, as far as I'm concerned, I, I look at the draft a lot. It's a very deep draft in terms of receivers. You don't really need receivers mm-hmm. because we're going to have uh, – you've got Mims, Elijah Moore. you got um, uh, you got our, our Wilson, uh, Wilson. And then, you know, um, as you mentioned before, Barris. Barris is going to have to go also, unfortunately, I think. I don't think there's really a place for him. Special teams. Uh, I think we have a lot of kids in seventh-round uh, picks you can get. Undrafted free agent kids who are really dyna- dynamic in the uh, return game you can pick up because a lot of people aren't looking at them. Mm-hmm. Joe Douglas does his homework. So uh, I think that we're going to see Corey Davis and Barrios kind of leave us this year, and I think the, the, the core will just get better from some of the new talent. And that's for picking up a veteran here or there, but I don't really know if we really need to have a veteran presence because, um, you know, just what we're looking to do, if you bring in a high-powered uh, quarterback, it would be great to have another high-powered weapon, but I think there's a lot of the guys mm-hmm. developing that we have in-house, and then maybe you can pick up a couple of guys in the draft. Um, 
A lot of guys are not, the people aren't talking about who are considered day two, day three receivers who can start and contribute immediately, I think. So, um, Corey Davis, uh, I was really hopeful when he came in. I, read, I knew a lot about him from his draft process. Um, I just think it's a guy who, you know, he's, he's not going to be the number one guy that you want, and uh, he can go somewhere else and be a two, three guy. Yeah, yeah, you're speaking facts, though. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, my friend. You got some great takes. You're the man. Thanks, Joe. I right, have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep hitting these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Salute to GVH in the chat, the savages. He says, Joe, enjoy your takes. Taking calls on a live show, that's interaction. Keep doing your thing and hit the like button, folks. It's easy and it brings more peace to uh, LBJ so we can get our voices heard. Salutes to you as well. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Thank you. Uh, for that, like I said, I like interacting with people. Even if people don't agree with my takes, I want to go back and forth. I want to hear you out. That's what I do this show for. I'll get to the Savages in a second again. You know, we got to keep getting to these lines. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Venom G's. Venom G's, we're coming directly to you. Venom G's salutes. For those of you that do not know, Venom G's. Man, my bad. Salutes to you, Venom G. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, uh, Venom, I'm going back and forth. I'm throwing punches. People throwing punches at me. I think somebody kicked me in the back. Somebody, you know, people <laughs> not liking the idea that I like Derek Carr possibly becoming a New York Jet. We've had callers tonight that believe that he's not good enough, you know, and I multiple callers. Why? What are your thoughts about that, man? Yo, Carr just had a visit with the Jets. Why? So it went well. How do you feel? I feel great about it, man. I, I, you know, Joe, we all know I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. We all want him here. But, it's, you know, it's a lot of topsy-turvy things with Aaron Rodgers. And if we have somebody that's in the building and we need this process to go along faster than linger on, I think we go with Derek Carr. I, I, mm-hmm. You know, I was looking at Devontae Adams' stats and he does well with both quarterbacks. So he only averaged, what, 40 yards less than he did last year when he had mm-hmm. when he had Aaron Rodgers. So I think Derek Carr's serviceable, and we don't need somebody to swing it all around the, the park and stuff like that. We, we're not losing by 40, 30 points. We just need somebody serviceable to come in here. And, you know, we lost to – we will be in the – in our division at number one, we beat the Bills. We got their number. We know if mm-hmm. we had a good quarterback, we would be number one in our division, bro. So I think mm-hmm. with Derek Carr, he's going to be a great addition to the team if we go that way with him. Aaron Rodgers, I, mm-hmm. think, I just think it's a lot of headaches. I think for the quarter, for the wide receivers, it will be definitely a smoother ride with Derek Carr because you have two mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Aaron is going to call you out. Say, yo, they missed the route. They they dropped the ball. I'm throwing it to them. He's going to call them out in public. Derek Carr's probably going to be like, bro, you know. So this 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 gifts and curse with both quarterbacks, man. And I I like Derek Carr a lot. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's passionate. He's he he got his things going. So I think I wouldn't mind having him here. You know, okay. building with the guys, building with the team. 
we'll be in the same. We'll be having the same conversation next year if we have Aaron Rodgers <laughs> on our squad, bro. Really? Bro, I'm telling you, we you think so. He's, we're gonna we, we're gonna go. We're gonna have the same conversation. He's gonna say, I don't know if I want to be with the team again. You know, he's gonna go into darkness again. You know, and we're just gonna be left. You know trying to service him and make sure we get the players he wants, bring in the guys he wants, you know. So I think we we should just um, take Derek Carr and, and get on the ball with it, man. You know, and I know it's up to him. I know he's I know he's doing his due diligence on all the teams, but mm-hmm. if it was me, I would just let him know, you know, uh, let us know where your final numbers are to see if we could beat that. You know, because we are the best mm-hmm. destination for him and Aaron Rodgers at this point. Mm-hmm. So, when, so yeah. we're, we're talking about when you talk about Carr, and I know you like Carr as well as an option, and I, and I get it. A lot of people want to stay away from the headaches, but there's also a lot of Jets fans that look at price as well, and wait, they want to stay wait, away wait, from wait. Aaron Rodgers. What? What headache? What headache do we have with Carr? We have more with no, Aaron Rodgers than with Carr. No. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I mean, staying away from, excuse me, staying away from Aaron Rodgers because of the headache that that yeah. would come with him. Yeah. But definitely. there's a lot of Jets fans that also look at Carr and go, "Man, you're gonna have to pay him a lot of money." What do you say to those folks that you are gotta, looking at it and say, "Hey, if Carr is asking for 45 million, they're not willing to pay that." I mean, what do you say to that? Joe, any quarterback we have come in here, Aaron is looking for 60. You know, 50, 60. Yeah. So we're gonna have to pay anybody. So yeah. you don't get no Joe. We have look look at Baltimore. They have a, a great quarterback, and he's looking for yeah. two hundred million fifty a year, and they're not paying him. So if we have a quarterback that we need to get to the next level with, we're gonna have to pay him. We go. There's no way around it. These quarterback, top notch quarterback, top ten quarterbacks, you're gonna have to come out of open up your wallet. You know, write that write mm-hmm. that check. And Woody Johnson seems like he's good for it. He seems like he's down for it. He's ready to go that way with it. Let's go. Write write yeah. the check and, and let's get Carr on the field. Yeah, I mean, and that's Woody another Johnson thing. That's he's, a, he's willing to spend big. Yeah, and that's a, that's another thing. With even whatever Rogers, you don't know if he's going to be there with OTAs. You know, Carr, he's going to be like, "Yo, guys, meet me wherever. Let's throw this ball around. Let's get." And I don't know what Rodgers, what he's going to bring. He's going to come in mm-hmm. and preseason, you know, call the guys out. You know, yeah. I, I just like Derek Carr as a whole around person all, all the way around, yeah. man. No, listen, I, I hear you. I hear you. And there's a lot of people making that, that argument as well, and I understand it. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of headache that could be involved with Aaron Rodgers. I will say this. I do believe that if he does pick the Jets, he'll at least be here for two years, if not three. I think that that is going to be discussed before, you know, the team makes the move for him that he's going to guarantee, you know, that he'll be here for the next at least two years, if not three years. So, you know, but Derek Carr, again, is a a wonderful option. Now, my next question for you, Vin, do you look at the New York Jets weapons, man? We got some uh, wide receivers and there could be a shakeup here. A lot of people want to cut Braxton Berrios and Corey Davis. Give me your thoughts on that, man. Would mm-hmm. you do that for you, the Jets general manager? Yeah, I cut both of them. I cut both of them because what we have now, we had them for what two, three. We had Braxton for a bunch of years. We had Corey Davis for two seasons, and I think that's enough time. 
under under seeing Corey, Denzel Mims knows how to play his position. He knows how to play all different routes right now. They put him at every position. He got up to speed with that. So now I think mm-hmm. we don't need Corey Davis anymore. Denzel Mims will be more reliable. He's out there more. Mm-hmm. He makes con- contested catches, you know, and then mm-hmm. backs the burials. You could just ship Elijah Moore into that same role and have Elijah doing that. And then you could draft yeah. a, a a new wide receiver, but I, I wouldn't sign them. Free up some money, space, and get rid of mm-hmm. um, Corey Davis, you know, and and Braxton Berrios. Braxton is reliable, but Corey Davis, I know we saw him. You know, he was on the couch with me most most weekends, and and, <laughs> and Mr. Catches. <Kepp> I <laughs> he was watching with he was watching TV with me, man. You know, and he was picking up the call every time you called him. He was picking up the phone every time you called him. So, so, he was. You know. He was free. Yeah. He, you know, he, was, he free. was definitely free. <laughs> you know, so it makes no sense if you're paying if you're paying these players. And I think we're the only team that spends so money in players that's rehabbing or getting hurt or not uh-huh. on the field. And and, uh-huh. and, and, and what do you think about the the right guard? We have to really address that too, Thomas. I don't think I don't think we have to. Mm-hmm. ATV's coming back. ATV's coming back, so he'll that that right guard position is going to be fine. Left guard's the question. Oh, I, I'm here with the Thomas. Left guard, yeah. Thomason makes too much money. Yeah, you, you're not cutting him. He makes yeah. too much. He, he's going to cost too much to cut. If he didn't cost that much to cut, he would be gone. Believe me, he would be a guy that I'd yeah. be talking about. We need to get up out of here, but he's not going to be up out of here because he uh, he costs too much. Uh, to cut, but I tell you the tackle positions, and we'll see what happens with Makai Beck. Maybe he'll be left tackle, maybe he'll be right tackle. We will see. But uh, yeah, there's going to be some questions along the offensive line. Center is also a position that we have to look at, but we'll see what happens. But listen, Venom, I got to let you go because we got other callers on the line. I want to thank you for calling in, man. It was phenomenal to speak to you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. Definitely, definitely will, bro. Have a good one. Absolutely. Salute you. Have a good one. We're going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639 is the number. We're running short on time, so I'm going to get this final caller in. I believe it's Jack. I believe it's Jack Kenna calling in. Salute to you, Jack. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You're a Raiders fan, hey, Jack. Hey, Joe. We just had a meeting. What's going on? We just had a meeting with Derek Carr. What are your thoughts, man? I'm sure you, it looks like – I mean, you've been watching. You were going back and forth from me in the chat as well. What are your thoughts about how many oh. Jets fans vehemently are against the New York Jets bringing in Derek Carr? Give me your thoughts quickly. We've got a couple minutes left on the show. Well, I think it's smart for the Jets to bring Carr in. I've been a Carr fan. I've been a fan since 1975, and quarterbacks don't grow on trees. And I know mm-hmm. the Raiders messed up. They wanted TB12. They did, he retired, and now it's like we're in the same boat. We both want mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers as number one, and Josh McDaniels like really messed up with Derek, and I'd really mm-hmm. rather cut, you know, Josh McDaniels and like get rid of him as head coach and keep Carr. Uh, mm-hmm. Your team would be smart. It's like, but I will say you, you got to watch out. He's got he's he's got an ego. Like you know, he's a religious guy. He's an intelligent guy. He's got a photographic memory, and if you have a hard time with the you know the coach that you're going to have. And they did him wrong, but you've got to watch him about your talk for the Jets with AR. So it's like you've got to make sure that, you know, he's got to feel welcome. And, you know, the Jets mm-hmm. media is, is hard to deal with. You know, Raider media is hard to deal with. So I know he can yeah. deal with that. But 
it, it's like, you know, if he feels like he's second fiddle, then he might just want to go mm-hmm. elsewhere. So, mm-hmm. well, honestly. Here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that, though, Jack. I, I think he has to, and I'm sure he does realize, teams that have preferences, and this is a business, right? So when you look at that situation, I understand he, you know, in his mind, he's like, I'm that guy. And they all feel like that. That's how you get to that level. Unless you have that type of thought process and ego, you won't make it in the league. You have to believe in yourself, which is understandable. But I think he understands it's a business, and he's also going to shop himself to find the right spot. Now, my question for you is, because you just talked about as well, the chase for Aaron Rodgers, which you guys were, according to reports, you guys were all in on Tom Brady. He retires now. There's question marks there. Are you concerned with the price tag going up on Aaron Rodgers because there's going to be so many teams vying for his services no. as well as far as, as far as trading? Are you guys are you concerned about you know us being in the run for him, you being in the run for him, the Bucks supposedly the Niners? Are you worried about the price of the compensation to trade for him going up dramatically because of that? As as a Raiders fan, no, I, I don't want mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers if his price oh, wow. tag's going up. But just because, okay. you know, I don't have what you have in New York. You guys have a defense. The Raiders don't have a defense. So I'd rather, mm-hmm. since the Raiders have the pick number seven, I'd rather have like a C.J. Stroud or a Levitt. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sign a guy who's not as good as Carr, definitely not as good as Carr and Crapopolo, and, you know, and run him in a Stidham, who's been in the, the system, or a Brissett, and run it for a year, mm-hmm. you know, and then, then go all in next year for like a Caleb Williams, who I think will probably be, mm. be the number one quarterback drafted next year. But stability, it's like I never wanted the Raiders to let Carr go because I know mm-hmm. he can do it. And when you got guys like Devontae Adams and Hunter Refro, one's all world, one's all pro, and they're running mm-hmm. into each other and it costs a game because McDaniel's systems is too hard, well, then you need to dumb it down. So, yes, I'm a huge car fan. You probably saw it in the chat with Raider Nation for Life. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. kind of went in on it, you know, against each other because I'm a car fan. The, the, guy, the mm-hmm. guy does everything right, and he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But he is not an Aaron Rodgers, I will say that. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He, he's not a guy who will convert the game. But the whole thing is, what has Aaron Rodgers has done? How many Super Bowls has he won, even with top defenses? So it takes a lot more, and then you're trying to say Carr versus Aaron Rodgers. We all know Aaron Rodgers is better. But Aaron Rodgers, yeah. how many years is he going to play? He went to the dark yeah. hole and stayed yeah. for four days, and then yeah. and then is he going to play for one year to get that guaranteed money and then retire? Listen. So what do you have to give up Listen, to Jack, something you, you, like that with no guarantees? Yeah. Yeah, listen, Jack, you're speaking absolute facts, man. It was a lot of great takes. I'm going to have to let you go, though, because we're short on time. But next time I have a show, I'm, man, I want to hear from you because you bring a lot of great takes and a lot of great perspective as a Raiders fan, all right? My friend, you have yourself a good one, all right? Well, thank you, sir. Long Beach show. It's good to talk to you again. I love your show. As being a fan from another team, you do great work. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to close this show out. It's hot. We have a two-hour show, and, boy, we got callers are going back and forth. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shame to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, at YoungJ000. Again, at YoungJ000, okay? Also, at 
the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Follow me, I'll follow you right back on the troll me. No issues. I have the troll division under the bridge, and I'll have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. I'm also on YouTube as well. Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Get in the comments. We'll go back and forth if you want to troll me. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms open, chest out, free hugs for everyone. Free hug for everyone. Those will cost you absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking time out of your day to call in, check in, chat with your boy, any way that you interact with me. Thank you so much. All right. You folks have a good one. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.